Oh, is this your first time in Troll Skull? Let me tell you one of my favorite stories. And welcome to D4, where I, Dustin, and I, Devin, Cody, am a 5th edition game of Dungeons and Dragons. The movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Dragons for Ram. free? Ram. Bring it down. Sorry, uh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I'll call first, it that. First, we want to say Happy Easter, Passover, and the Spring Equinox Albin Ayer. Although not everyone celebrates these holidays because we are an amazing world of diverse humans compiled of countless beliefs, we want to say thank you to all of you, celebrating or not, for taking the time out of your schedule to watch or listen to our silly little show filled with emotions. So many emotions. <laughs> Hopefully we will not have to bring anybody back to life tonight or paint any eggs with lamb's blood. But you never know. <laughs> Second one just sounds like fun. Uh, also, sadly, we do not have the lovely KP joining us once again. As the lovable Shervy, something came up last minute, but we know he is still getting settled in after a big move and has a lot of personal life exciting excitement happening for him. So we wish him the best. We will miss him and Shervy uh, for the time being. But in lighter news, we want to say happy birthday to our sound engineer and mixer, Alex Ferre. As it was his birthday yesterday. Lauren's was Wednesday. Happy yes, birthday to Lauren on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, babies. <laughs> um, speaking, <laughs> speaking of birthdays, Beetle and Grimm just celebrated their fifth year of creating amazing boxes full of lore and treasure for truly that uh, truly elevates any official Wizards of the Coast campaign. In that celebration, they are bringing back the first box that started it all with the campaign that started D4, Waterdeep Dragon. Dragon Heist. Now in Silver Edition, you get Waterdeep specific DM screen with quick reference to important details within the story for DM, a changeable isometric city street battle maps, canvas map of Waterdeep, 44 encounter cards, 10 in-world handouts, three bonus adventures with so much more, including your own Stone of Golor. Also, oh, no. <laughs> they have a uh, they have new GM journals with customized co covers, uh, and, you know, and with as much chaos that can happen in a fully functioning city, you're gonna need one to keep track of everything that is happening. You, you take it from us, you're gonna need it. <laughs> so go go get both of those goblin goodies over at beetleandgrims.com. <sighs> I made a mistake. Mm. I made a big mistake. Oh, I know this mistake. I uh, I hadn't been to uh, look at what new dice, Die Hard Dice, had put out for a while. And, um, you know, they have some really pretty dice that they put out. And, and, and I bought all of them. Uh, um, yeah. Going back to the last set. I had bought. Uh, I bought. I bought. I bought a lot of dice because they're really pretty. They've done these absolutely gorgeous kind of classic designs. They've got uh, three new metal sets that had come out since I had last bought some, including um, a couple collaborations they did. And then there were other diehard affiliates that had sets come out. So I had to buy all of them. And I feel like it has enriched my life, even though I totally should have broken it up into multiple purchases. But um, <coughs> you yourself. can be a lot smarter than me and treat yourself and head on over to dieharddice.com. 
maybe buy a couple sets. Wait till your next paycheck. Buy a couple more sets. <laughs> Be smart about it. And uh, while you're doing that, why not use code D4BFFs or D4BFGs to get 10% off that order, which means you can get like another two sets. And yeah. <laughs> Are we skipping to me? We're out of order now. I know. I usually go last. <laughs> so anyway, a little movie came out recently. I don't know if you've heard of it called Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves or Dungeons and Dragons Hat. Uh, so if uh, if Hat really got you in the mood to play some more D&D, but the problem is you don't have the source books for doing all the cool stuff that you saw in the movie, well, good news for you. Uh, currently, you can get up to 40% off D&D Essentials on dndbeyond.com, and the sale ends today. So head on over to dndbeyond.com and get you 40% off those source books that you crave so much. Right meow. Right meow. <laughs> uh, Ray, could you do me a favor and get the lights? Behold, it is Elden Kevin from deep within his man cave. <laughs> the best powerful and the wizard of all time here to tell you about Eldritch Foundry. Yes, Eldritch Foundry, the best place to get the miniatures for your table. Elden Kevin has conjured up something fantastic and new for you. Use D4D&D to get 15% off your own Eldritch Foundry miniature. Make him in the image of Eldred Kevin. And once you have your own Elden Kevin on your table, he will create more savings for you. Uh, no promises there, though. Perhaps that Elden Kevin has to read some magazines or, or get on the internet and look at chat rooms and argue with people. Elden Kevin is a very powerful and busy person. Elden Kevin constantly has opinions that only he holds. And Elden Kevin must tell everyone about those opinions. So, make sure you check out Eldred Stratton to make your own miniatures and pose them whatever poses you like in their new posable posing thing within the character creator. <laughs> Elden Kevin demands this of you from within the cave. The man cave. Okay, you can turn the lights on that. Okay, there it is. Okay, I want an Elden Kevin hot take every week. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Kevin, so <laughs> I'll take dogs are just tiny wolves. <laughs> Especially corgis. All dogs are just big cats. <laughs> they are, actually. Your, your turn, Kekins. It's my turn. <laughs> so... <laughs> Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms. Well, right now they're doing an Idol Champions Spotlight on Antrius. And with a beautiful voice and a glorious mane of hair, Antrius is always ready to charm everyone around. His swordcraft may be mostly flourish and fancy footwork, but he backs up his friends in inspiring words while viciously mocking his enemies. Might sound a little familiar, I don't know. But then again, like, I don't think Harold has nice enough hair. To really be compared, oh. in all honesty, because if you look at the, you have to go to look at the mane of hair. You should go look at it right now. It's, it's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> and what's the code, Catkins? And there's a code. There's a code below us, right? I'm sorry. I got a little distracted by the fact that I was worried for my life on uh, Ethan here about to attack me for everything that he's worth. But also, after you go look at that luscious, luscious locks of hair, you should also look at the code below us. Lily and that code black. is a secret code. You have to you have to visibly look at us to know it. Um, 
it could it could sound something like Lily Gravoy. <laughs> it's if you really fun. mush it all together. But I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you should look at it and tell me how you pronounce it. <laughs> and that's that's what I got. That's what I. That's my. That's my. That's what I got. Hell yeah! That was that's beautiful. Oh yeah. And if you feel like supporting us in many various ways and getting little trinkets and oddities or beautiful shirts or mugs or glasses or wine glasses, we have anything your heart could desire at d4dndrpg.com. There's a lot of triple words, letters there. D4DND, the first is two letters. Well, and a number. It's I'm losing it. <laughs> D4DNDRPG.com. The dot makes up for the two in the beginning. <laughs> Why do you always say dot com and not dot com? Because it's all threes. Except for the D well, and the, the four. Big, the big uh, <laughs> facility things, the governmental, are all three-letter organizations, right. so <laughs> that's what we're going for. But without further ado, let us immerse ourselves. Into the chronicles of D4. This is what you get for puns. <laughs> My hair is perfect! And we're back. <laughs> Last time on, on Delight, Despair, Delirium, and Dream, the BFGs appear in the realm of fairy, lost within the ever-expanding forest tied to the infinity tree lorded over by a vengeful archfey dryad hellbent on dooming all who destroy her lands. Their emotions feed and shape the world around each of them personally as pouring rain and difficult terrain follows those who are sad. Deep shadows and unseen creatures with menacing teeth and piercing eyes follows those that are scared and anxious. And a few of the party glow with exuberant happiness. Shockingly, I did. (laughs) Uh, After trying to console each other to varying degrees of success and learning that the forest can hear their words, they start wandering off into the woods aimlessly hoping to find someone or something to clue them on which way to go. The woods are tricky and repetitive as it all basically looks the same to any untrained eye. They decide to rest after what they can only assume is a day's worth of travel, despite the sun never leaving dusk. Just as they were about to make camp, Seisha spotted a small campfire where they investigated and found a small sentient mushroom named Forble Goldcap. Uh, yes, uh, it was Forble Goldcap, is, it's, that's who it was. <laughs> and this adorable creature was using butter as a body lotion before uh, he and his friends were going to settle in for a makeshift hot tub of boiling water in a pot for dinner. While the group tried to get the little guy to understand he was being tricked into being eaten, they were met by a fey-touched goblinoid creature named Gork Nailbiter, whose teeth were a bunch of rusted nails protruding from his gums. In service for offering him company and hospitality, he gave them information about a few knights they might encounter along the way to the Merkindraw. There was Oberon's famed hunter, the Green Knight, the three knights of Merkindraw, Bright Day, Red Sun, and the Black Knight. And before explaining their significance, he ends the warning with a fey magic pun of the good night, as Petunia is instantly arrested into slumber. Before the creature can whisk away, he is paralyzed as Harold threatened him in fury and rage over the supposed attack on Petunia, despite it being a harmless joke. However, you can play that all you want. Was anybody hurt? That was assault. 
would have hit hey, him he on the head. He wasn't hurt either. Everybody's <laughs> on the same level. <laughs> However, in his anger, Harold began to burst into flames as he was then ensnared and dragged away from the party, igniting the ground in his wake. The party was confronted by an enraged and dying dryad who had been cut in twain and severed from her tree. Her ire seemed to be focused on Harold as he had the mark of the huntsman, the curse bestowed by Daylily, the archfey dryad, to all who destroy the wood, a mechanical limb. After calming her down through persuasions of reconciling misunderstandings, offerings of hospitality, and healing the dryad, she agrees to return hospitality by watching over them for the night and return the favor of easing her pain by getting one of her sisters to take them to the edge of the forest that borders the outskirts of the Merkindraw. The group spends the night together and finds the dryad they helped was gone. In her death, now nothing more than a full-sized, beautiful wooden sculpture sitting peacefully on a log. But she wasn't the only one to change, as the Feywilds have a way of changing those that find slumber within its realm. Shervy's changing form wildly shifts with her emotion. Vinley, sneezing, sparkling dust, to V. Everyone looks like an elf, including herself. Harold slips further into his ties with the Fae as he must create a Fae circle in order to long rest. Petunia's eyes shift to match those of whom she is talking to, and Karina's form becomes more hourglass in shape as she loses a pound of flesh. Asatia perceives all combustions, even the smallest, as a nuclear bomb. <laughs> this is gonna be good. <laughs> At the edge of Shervy's magical hut, resembling her family's old Vardo wagon, they see another dryad waiting for them to emerge. Dryad does not talk much and quickly transports the group to the edge of the forest where they are met with a sea of tall rust grass across a degrading marshland that dissolves into a sweltering, waterlogged black bog. The only place in all of fairy that it's touched by the starless night sky. The party braves the metal-eating grass as some mount atop V and Seisha's magical steed. While traversing through the grass, Karina stumbles across a dead corpse whose injuries match those in the story the Dryad told the night before of how woodwodes were made and found a journal that had notes and warnings from a prime material person navigating their way through the realms of the Feywild. As the group breaks beyond the threshold of the dark hag, Mother's Swamp, that is where we pick up tonight's story. So no one's going to be upset if I take this corpse, is what I'm hearing. Easy enough, you can take this corpse. Have, have we complained about have, any? Our corpse is weird here. No. Like, is it okay to take that one? It's not going to, like, okay. oh, do its yeah. own thing later? Does the is corpse, it fatal? Question, does the corpse look like an elf to me? Uh, the corpse does have elven features, although it has been long, long dead. So, like, the skeletal st structure, structure has... I'm just trying to figure out to what degree do I see everyone as an elf. <laughs> it looks like it has really nice bone structure. <laughs> All right. That's really high cheekbones yeah. on that skull. Okay, so... Um, v uh, kind of stops and goes, um, are you guys not, like... More concerned about the fact that uh, everyone ex except Vinley looks a little different. Huh? What do you mean? You know, like, like, do I look shorter to you guys? 
I don't. And then she like kind of like looks in her little compact mirror again and is like, are y'all sure? And then she also like used turns the mirror to see if it reflects them the same way. Uh, when the mirror reflects them, nobody's heights change. They oh, like, this is features. Got yeah, it. Okay. Yeah, they all look like different height sized elves. They're like, Got it. Okay. Uh, their hair and their feature and their clothes all stay the same. You still have your tribal markings. Um, it's just facial, it's just bone structure. But yeah, bone ears. structure and everything is, is changed. And when she turns it to you all, you just see yourselves in a mirror. But to oh, you, V. I got a little smudge on my head. Wait, 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 hang on. What? Okay, we're good now. Sorry. You're right. Wait. Um, I'm so I'm the only person who notices everyone has much higher cheekbones and pointy ears then. No, but is something wrong with my eyes? Ah, ah, do I see her eyes change when she looks at me? Uh, you do see her eyes change when she looks at you. Um, hold on. You were saying, Karina? Uh, I'm going to go up to V and just grab both of her hands and like start patting them around my face and ar- over they- my ears. What does she feel? Yeah. What do I, I feel? Do I feel the pointy ears? Because if so. it's just looks, then when she touches my ears, she'll know that they're not pointed. Yeah. You, you feel the round tips. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> is, it like, is it like a mirage where yeah. it's like okay, like shimmer I'm just like, a bit. Oh, okay, I don't know why, but everyone looks like an elf to me. Oh, oh, that sounds um, not so bad. Except, what? I mean, Vinley looks exactly the same, but Harold's ears are a little longer, cheekbones a little sharper, face is a little more smudged. Also, your eyes are. Really creeping me out. What? What did I do? What did I do? It's as if I'm seeing the most beautiful eyes I've ever seen, other than yours. <laughs> we need to get it's out of so- here. This place is weird. I kind of like it. Um, you all would notice that whenever Petunia looks at any of you, you distinctly see her eyes shift in color, um, maybe even design shape. And especially oh when God. she looks at Seisha, and everybody yeah. can see this, she looks at Seisha and her <laughs> left? Left eye. Yeah, left eye begins to smoke. Oh, oh, oh no. What? what? Your eyes what? are changing. Ah, wow, they look great. Petunia, Not can I try something? Not as good as yours, but close. Petunia, could I try something? Sure. I'm going to lean in and look and wait until they transform to Vinley's eyes. Then I'm gonna quickly and rapidly start shifting through Thaumaturgy and see if it keeps up with the changing of my eyes through Thaumaturgy. It is only Vinley's eyes. Oh. And you notice that when she looks at Shervy, no matter what form Shervy is, and you see Shervy just kind of shifting uh, a, a lot now. It's um, not in panic, but kind of just like there's a whole lot of emotions happening right now. And yeah. um, you see that her shape and form is constantly changing to different humanoids. Uh, but whenever Petunia looks at her, it is always solid white. I go over to Shervy and just kind of slip my hand into hers and start humming that song again. Wait, so I have an idea. I'm going to go up to Petunia and I'm going to put my two hands like this in between her eyes and I'm going to stand on one side and pull Venli to the other side. Does she get one eye from each of us? Yeah, she gets heterochromia. Yo! Yeah. 
How much time did you guys spend planning for tonight for us to just play with Petunia's eyes all night? We, we got a lot to go. Let's, uh, let's move okay. it along. So, <laughs> So we all Nothing's changing. It's just, I, I guess it's just weird. It's fine, I think. Yeah. yeah. We still get a little weirdness. I feel fine. I feel fine. I, I feel fine. Good. Except for the smudge. Yeah, this, you really should take care of that. These grass leaves are really starting oh, so to tickle my nose. Oh, sounds like it. <clears throat> and then I sneeze. <laughs> and then an explosion of glitter. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> that was a nuclear bomb. Did you fall off of Bernie? Okay. I knew to expect something, but not that. (laughs) Sorry, that uh, that was intense. Seisha? You're telling me I have glitter on my face. You can press to digitate it. Not glitter. Oh. <laughs> glitter, the one substance you can't press to digitate <laughs> away. Mm, no, that 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 makes sense. Okay. Sorry, me? Alex. <laughs> I, I I did. Uh oh. Mm. Are we still in the grass? Yeah. yeah. Um Yep. Yes. No, where were we slept, aren't we? No. No, we walked all the way up. The I st- I oh, stayed no. in the grass. Okay. But multiple people mm. were up out of the grass. You were on Bernie. I'm on a horse. Yeah. yeah. Harold and Seisha are on the horse. I think Petunia's Petunia is on um, Petunia's on V shoulders. I think I recall. Yes. Make a dexterity uh-huh. saving throw. Okay. I think me and Venley are the I only ones standing it, in the grass. I would say a disadvantage because um, you were and in full, full panic. No, that the second one is the big reason why. Yeah, which because you're right at the edge of the this going into the sw- threshold of the swamp. Fourteen. Fourteen? Okay. What are you doing right now? Um, well, I fall into the grass, Mm -hmm. and she kind of blinks for a moment, and then recovers herself and realizes she's in the grass, and I'm going to try to leap back onto Bernie. Okay. Actually, no, I'm going to misty step onto Bernie. Okay. Then you don't need to do the second deck standing set. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. Let me just cast that real quick. Yeah. That's uh, a good use of a spell. You you hit and I was like just a little bit because you you were literally right at the threshold waiting to cross into the swamp, uh, and you hit just on the edge, and so part of you was kind of in the swamp, uh, part of you in this tall grass, uh, and you like it. You were able to kind of shift out of the way as it like reaches oh. for you, like almost going for your armor. You all see that as you're passing through this grass, it latches onto you, not like entanglement, but um, like static. Yeah. Uh, is something very, like a feather to static yeah. is, is how it drapes across you. As you all realized last time that if you were injured, <laughs> it would be pulling the rust from your blood. Yep. Or not rust, but the iron the from iron, your yep. And so as you, as you kind of pull yourself up, like Misty, quickly, you look down and the smallest buckle on your boot, you see just rusting away. But that is all that was caught in it. Can, can, can anyone stop stuff from rusting? Uh, 
No. Okay. Bye, Buckle. I can fix it after it's broken and rusted. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and you intro. Are you okay? Are you okay? Oh, wow, that was a really good surfing. I, yeah, yeah. Are you okay? Hey, I think so. Okay. Um. That is an extremely good shirt. That's like a disturbingly good, Dustin. I miss KP so much. I do too. <laughs> uh, are we all just going to just gloss over the fact that you dove off your horse into that? I was. Did you not see the size of that explosion? It came it's out of glitter. I understand the fear, but like. No, it was like standard <laughs> sneeze glitter fair, which I only know because of that store on our block. That was like the big Bertha of sneezes, Harold. I I don't think it is. I think this might be why uh, I think this might be along the same lines of 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 maybe V thinking everyone's an elf. I think you might think every explosion's doomsday. Maybe, possibly, or at least that one. Maybe it was someone sneezing. No, I, I did not think it was, it was doomsday. I knew. Okay, all right. Okay, The rest of us aren't really alarmed by it, so maybe uh, think about that for like a second. <laughs> I will do my best not to sneeze around you. Put into consideration. Thank you. I hope I don't sneeze around you. Oh my god! <laughs> to muffle it. Yeah, you want the doomsday of sneezes? V can really, really V can really send them. Oh please no! <laughs> I'll do my best. Don't make me sneeze. I don't think it would be good if we destroyed the Feywild. We don't plan to. Okay. All right, then it's onward we go. I'll take an allergy potion. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Can I get one of those? Sorry. Says <laughs> um, the voice. <laughs> yeah, the, the two bronchitis babies over here. Can I get one of those, please? <laughs> a chill. Oh, oh, just wait. I'm building him. He'll be here next week. Uh, as soon as you all break the threshold, you feel an eerie dread take over you. That feeling that some of you had in the forest while scared or anxious now overcomes everyone. And you all feel like prey that just somehow wandered into a predator's den. But suddenly, there's a light course of music that breaks through, and you see a concussive wave of sound rushing towards you. It is beautiful. An uplifting lullaby which juxtaposed to the sound surrounding quagmire of fetid wet and filth seems extremely out of place. You said concussive. You can see like this wave of sound okay. kind of coming towards you. Okay. Um, however, you all get the feeling from this music that you start to hear is like this wind washes past you. The feeling of a protective force scared and harsh in tone like a parent scolding a child out of fear of losing them. You look over to see Shervy as her form shifts to that of a little girl with tears streaming down her smiling face. It's it's my mother's. They're they're singing the song that they wrote me to to sing me to sleep. They're they're telling me I can go no further. I'm sure I'll see you again. With that, her last words, you all hear an ear-piercing tone like a hammer banging against a tuning fork as you watch Shervy's form wash away in a flutter of glowing light and glitter. 
and with her leave, the blessing of Queen Titania leaves with her. Oh. Mm-hmm. You can, uh, arcana somebody, check. somebody can do yeah. an arcana check. I'll flip Tanya. Yeah. I got a 17. 22. 22. You do not get it, but Petunia. Yep. Uh, There is two, well, a spell layered with another spell. uh, First being Contingency, Uh, followed by Plane Shift. And you can Uh, put together that Contingency followed by Plane Shift. Okay. That's what the ringing was. Yep. Uh, You can put together that Shervy's mothers did come here at some point and put a contingency that if Shervy ever stepped foot in the Merc and Draw, she would be whisked away to protect her. Oh. Okay, that wasn't bad. That wasn't bad. That was that was contingency and, and plane shift. That's okay. I think that's okay. She's a, that, that wasn't a bad thing. I don't think she's still here anymore, but, but I don't think we have to worry about her. I wonder where she went. Hopefully back to them. I hope she's okay. She's following the trail. Well, she's probably in a less dangerous place than we are now, so... Oh, choice but to continue. That reminds me. Are are we all okay if I put my armor back on now that we're out of the metal eating? Yes, very much so. Yes, please, please. Will someone help me? I'll I'll help. Thank you. Uh, While this is happening, um, Petunia, if you would like to make a history check... I'd love to. I love history checks. Uh, this is for the knights. 18? 18, okay. You do not get everything, but you do get some stuff. Uh, origins of the three knights are unclear, as stories differ with each tale. Some say they may be serving the Grandmother Winter for a time in exchange for a favor or bargain, or they may be cursed to replace a previous horseman that they slew. In either case, Baba Yaga is the source of their power. The horsemen are innately connected to the domain of time. Each represents part of the day as measured by the sun. Bright day is bound to and governs dawn to midday. Red sun from midday to sundown, and black night rules until daybreak. While Baba Yaga herself is wily and capricious, her three horsemen are bound to cosmological forces that are uniform and constant, which is reflected in their alignment and demeanor. Uh, These mounted knights each dress in colors uh, and lacquered armor and trappings to suit their name. Um, They wield great swords as swift as dawn, as bright as the blazing sun, and as cold as the grave. It is also said that they represent many things. In some stories, they represent the aspects of a hero's journey or allegory for their inner turmoil, for the protagonist and the three trials they must face, but also said to represent the journey of one's life through the three aspects of life, conflict and death. Some say they are the judge, jury, and executioner for the old witch to carry out her will. All right, and Petunia will... will convey that by being like, oh, I think there was a bit in my dissertation about that. And she like goes into her book and be like, yeah, okay. And then she explains that whole thing to everyone. <laughs> Interesting. So, I have my portent. I think, I don't think I wrote all my portent. Could be helpful. No, for Could today. No, I did not. Sorry. I will do that. Well, it sounds like some of them will be 
I would imagine maybe morning is kinder. A red sun is probably neutral. And black night is dark. Why are you assuming any of them are good? They work for her. We that's, got, that's we got to assume that they're all kind of bad in different interesting ways. I no would, fun bad. I would think Red Sun would be awful. I mean, haven't you heard Red Sky at night, Sailor's Delight, Red Sky in the morning, Sailor's Take Warning? No, but now I do. Gary, I'll That's cool. That, yeah. I mean, it's not. It is cool. It's just, in the current circumstances, it terrifies us. Yes. But something red sun sounds like a warning. It is scorching. Yeah. Maybe if we just find ourselves, does anybody have grease or something that we can polish with and we can make them as shiny as we want and like trade that for safe passage. I think that's what most knights are into. Like we just kind of grease them up. I have a lot of that. That's true. That is very true. Uh, what, Her- Harold, why do you think knights want to be greased up? <laughs> well, what, what, what do they use polish. to polish themselves with, right? Grease. I, I don't know that I've ever met a greasy knight. They use it for polish. If it's good enough for a penguin, it's got to be good enough for them. What's a penguin? Harold? Yeah? Never speak of that greasy kinku penguin again. Okay, I won't. So this is the greasy kinku penguin, as I'm filling Karina in on it. (laughs) Yeah, versus Leviathan. Okay. All right, so are you all entering the swamp? Yeah. I am going to give Harold a small bag of of grease. You get some lard. Just in case. Yeah, you get get some (laughs) lard. You get a little tub of lard. You get a little tub. (laughs) Plenty more where that came from. That is awesome and terrifying. A tub of wares, and the wares is grease. Um, <clears throat> stepping through the marshlands, your feet become wet and caked with mud. Oh, good. Not in these boots, they're vessies. And uh, <laughs> everything here is difficult to walk through as you try to navigate the waterlogged area that varies between gripping mud that is shin deep to water ponds deep enough to submerge you up to your neck. More so. <laughs> Which neck? We have varying heights here. Yeah, yeah. That causes varying concern. Okay. Are, you, are you on someone's shoulders? No, or I'm walking do, on my do own. You, do you want to get up here with me? I'll, not until it's above my head. Okay. You are entering the swamp with, burnt, with, with Misty, right? <coughs> no, no, because I've seen never-ending story. I'm not doing that. <laughs> did you see Dustin's delight at that I did. He was ready. <laughs> Death by sad. <clears throat> but more so. The water in front of you is brown and murky, and you are taken aback as the small bubble pops. And the water in front of you exhales a gaseous smell that reminds you of old, rotting cheese. You look ahead and see bubbles popping all over the path forward. And you get the ominous feeling that is probably best to be avoided. Need everybody to make survival checks, please. No, no. Oh, Wait, I think funny. I'm good at that. <laughs> I would hope. I hope somebody is. I'm good at so little in this game. Let me have this. 
very niche. Okay. I feel like the only reason I rolled a 22 oh, is thank because God. I have these shoulders. <laughs> nice. Wait, 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 wait. All right, V, give me a survival check <laughs> if you didn't hear. All right, hold on. die. I'm fine. Oh, no. Maybe V doesn't do so great because Petunia is on her shoulder. <laughs> um, oh, did everyone already? All right. Karina, what'd you get? Twenty-seven. Okay. V, what did you get? Five. There we go. Sounds good. Seisha. Natural twenty for a twenty-two. Nice. Minley. Twenty-one. Damn. Harold. Eleven. There we go. All right. I need. uh, And the petunia, you are twenty-two, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, V and Harold, please roll a D eight. It's like deja vu. Oh Oh, man. It's a loss. My natural enemy. Yep. Two. <laughs> okay. Four. Okay. Uh, I'll get. I'll start with Harold. Harold, I'm gonna. I'll send. I'm gonna send you this in a. Oh, no. Okay. No. That means we're both gonna have a lot of fun with this. They okay. fail the roll because V almost drops Petunia and Harold looks up. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, v for you. Uh, this is. Everybody's going to instantly notice. Everybody's going to instantly notice Harold's as well. But uh, you just start hiccuping uncontrollably, and it is violent hiccups. It's like someone punching you in the diaphragm every time. um, To the point, Petunia. (laughs) uh, She doesn't drop Petunia, but is is Petunia? Your ride is a lot more rough now. Um, I just read the rest of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, you will not be able to cast spells, um, which... You Can she smite? Smiting is not a spell, so it, yes. Okay, just making sure, because it yep. uses a slot. Use a spell slot. Um, Are you, you, in order to, you have to make a, a concentration check to cast uh, yeah, the yeah. spell. And then uh, you have disadvantage on stealth checks. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, I kind of already did. Yep. And this lasts in my for own special way. One hour <laughs> of of Drew traveling to the swamp. Damn. Love it. Ew. Sorry, Petunia. It's okay. Yeah. I'm yeah. more worried about this one. So not about though, was it? Oh no. You stopped believing about it. Oh no. Oh no. Are we in the Black Lodge? Oh no. Lay on hands for five oh, points. It's all oh my god. You lay on hands for five points. Yes. It is not a disease or a poison. It's all I got. <laughs> oh no, Harold. I, I can try to remove curse. I think this is the end of a madness. Um, oh no. <laughs> uh, Harold was gonna do the talking. Uh-huh, oh, it might be more than just words, I think. What? Harold, Harold, you're speaking another language and we can't understand you. We're gonna have to charades this. Can you hold up your left hand? Hold up your left hand. Oh. Left hand. Oh, okay, okay, you can understand us. We can't understand you. Say, babe. Karina's going to switch to Dwarvish, which he doesn't speak, and just rattle off a bunch of things. That's what you sound like. 
not dwarvish, but your own thing. <laughs> Can I speak to him in the bond? Wait, do I have? Don't I have a thing? Speak to him in the bond. He comes back still garbled gook. Hold on. All right, I might have to end this. Harold, don't talk. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Your speaking Out privileges have been revoked. <laughs> I'm gonna cast comprehend languages. Let me look at the exact wording of this. <laughs> I believe it's you can understand it any language. It's, it's, he's not, he is literally. But you wouldn't know that until you cast it. Yep. It says you understand the literal meaning of any spoken language that you hear. You also understand any written language that you see, but you must be touching the surface on which it's written. Yep. And it is not a language. It it's is, not. <laughs> it, it also doesn't decode secret messages or arcane sigils, so. Yeah, it's just. Damn. It's just gibberish. It's literally yeah. just gibberish. <laughs> okay, well, Harold. Harold, seriously. Say bubble. Uh, you. Are n- no. Hang on. Hang on. Yes, you. Okay. Are not making sense to us. <laughs> so the whole of I, I know. I know. I know. More so than usual, honey. Of. More so. Really? Of. Oh. Um. So maybe let's. Just hold off on you doing the talking until when you want to talk, say something in our heads, and we'll let you know if you make sense or not so that we don't upset any of the Fae. Stabilizative. I'm going to hand him a piece of paper and a pencil. Coolio. Can you write down what you're trying to say? He starts writing, and uh, the paper falls apart because he's covered in swamp. (laughs) (laughs) It just becomes waterlogged. The only thing you get out of it is, I'm okay at the top. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine, then. There there was this kind of people back home. They spoke a gibberish language. We just learned it. Charades it and draw it out. Love you. Their language was called Simlish. Oh, this is gonna go well. You know, Dwarf. as he talks more, I'm. Just, I'm starting I don't know. to get it. I know, I know. I'm starting <laughs> to understand him a little bit. It's kind of trenchish. I need to know what everybody's doing right now. I'm oh. Karina is doing the because this happened to me on a film set. And I was knee deep in mud. Uh, she's doing the stairmaster <laughs> in the mud to keep from going further down. She's trying to maintain a base level. (laughs) Okay. Are you uh, moving forward or are you just kind of staying where you are? I'm slowly keeping a pace forward. Not quite taking full steps because I'm stair mastering, (laughs) but get kind of a... I mean, we're in difficult terrain, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. Oh, yeah. I'm a... Was it like the Scooby-Doo creep where they're like on the fingertips? (laughs) (laughs) But yes, if you were if you were staying still trying to deal with this problem, I would have everybody roll again. But if you are moving forward, I'm desperately fighting back. And I am watching Mm. like eyes peeled looking around because, yeah. Uh, Furthering into the marshy swamp of rotting waterlogged trees, you see an overlying fog that clings to the ground. You see these trees are kind of like 
perched up out of the water in some spots, but completely submerged in others, almost like standing on their roots. They all just seem completely wet and gross. Um, it's hard to distinguish what is alive and what is dead from all of the swamp and moss overgrowth. Um, but the fog that hazes out from your view, it obscures everything about 500 feet deep into the forest. Seisha actually relaxes seeing it. Um, Y'all see a faint glow from underneath Seisha's armor. The area around you begins to become lit uh, with this deep, fetid green glow of floating orbs bobbing and dancing as they blink and fade through the forest. As one gets close to you, you hear the cries and screams of people lost in the murk and draw. And in the dim light of these arcane lights, you see the Widowmaker trees are littered with trinkets tied up like hanging effigies or trophies. No, I'm really scared right about now. That's okay, I've got oh. you, love. And okay, I, I don't, I don't ever come into this swamp. That's okay. Here, go, go in this, the bag. This, we'll wrap uh, you up oh, nicely. Oh yeah, oh that's okay. Oh, that's get nice. get okay. some yeah, fabric around oh, you and yeah. I'll hold you tight. Since I'm walking next to Karina during this, Vinley's going to take in these orbs floating nearby, and just kind of put her arm or her hand on Karina's shoulder and says, "Hey." I think we need to be ready for a fight. I I don't feel right about this. And as she does that, a crescent moon forms in her eye when she looks at you. And I'm going to grant you a vigilant blessing, which means the next time you roll an initiative, you do it with advantage. Thank you. And behind that moon, you see a little, very, very, very small constellation of a dragon. Uh, what is everybody doing as they're wandering through this part of the swamp? Tongue up this to Bors action. Sure. Tunlap! Tunlap! Tamil! What are we supposed to do about Is he that? saying turn left? I don't I... know, but you know, I didn't really consider this until just now. What if we get there and Harold still can't communicate? You know, the solid felony! I Harold, 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 you still don't make sense. I'm Solomon Selbergen! Uh, how does that make sense? Harold, you make sense. Like, I have chill about that sneeze. Orphan. Yeah. Orphan indeed. Kiss orf. Kiss orf. That too. Um, I think if Harold, I think if Harold isn't able to talk, maybe Petunia and Karina should do the talking. Right. I mean, I know. I, I hope you're okay, but sure just in I'm case. Fine. Especially, I, I, I did a whole thing on them. That's how we met. how we met. Harold. I'm gonna assume that means yes, dear. You're right. Okay. Harold, do you speak Thieves' Cat? Gilfabob. Ah. Do you? No, uh, 
where um, I'm from, though, there there was a kind of these kind of sign language. Uh, Seisha signs. Oh, like this. And Karina. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it! He could have he could have signed that, to us. That would have been handy. Dorsen up. Right. Night. No. <laughs> Alright, well, let's keep going. Okay. And so she just kind of is occasionally trailing her hand through the fog and scooping it up okay. and watching it fall again. Okay. Right. Nobody wants any cool trinkets? Got it. Hell no! This is a Fae Forest swamp place! <laughs> I was actually I mean, going to those trees that are half out of the water. Mm-hmm. I wanted to try and climb up on just an easy one, not trying to make a athletics, but um, try and climb up onto the roots to see if I can get a better vantage point and get out of the mud a little bit as the smallest one. Okay, yeah. So as you're doing this, you can find one that has like a ledge. All of them are still like water soaked and slippery, yeah, yeah. but you can find one that's easy enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that, um, you can see you, actually you three at the table, Seisha, Vinley, and Karina, your passive perceptions. As you're actively looking around, you pick up on being watched. Mm-hmm. And if the far off reaches of the mist, you see the soft glow no longer green, but what looks like torchlight, softened and obscured by the fog. As you focus, now that you've noticed it, you see a hellish rider atop a burning black nightmare. Mm-hmm. The knight wears armor made of black iron adorned with jagged, angled, sharp edges and protruding gnarled and pitted blades. And with a huff and snort of smoke from the demon rider's horse, the fog billows, and in a blink of an eye, the rider is gone once again. There's a rider. Black one. Did all of us see him or just Karina? You three. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Pretty horse. Um, Looking from where I am, mm-hmm. where he was. <coughs> Are there trees further past him? Oh yeah. Yeah. These. This mm-hmm. place is going to be mm-hmm. a myriad of, of forests and treacherous swamps. Just keep an escape plans in mind. Swampy terrains. Um, you know, from the area that you're in. Like, that horse should have been at least halfway submerged. No, that was a demon horse. It, it's magical and special, and I um, want to make it my friend. <laughs> I, I assume with Karina, while in the Feywild, she's scoping every tree okay. around her for an escape plan. What you notice looking around at all of these trees, you start looking at these trinkets. Mm-hmm. Just because mm-hmm. you, you're actively yeah. looking. It's gonna I'm be- specifically <laughs> actively looking at the fun thing. These- I'm specifically actively looking for anyone to reach for one. <laughs> okay. Um, they looked, for those that have been to Mama Uwe's shop, it definitely feels like the adornments that she holds in her area, but where those are like protections and um, like arcane uh, embellishments imbued into things. These look like not fun trinkets. Like hex bags? No. Warm. No. 
These just look like everyday normal things. Like a hairbrush. Yeah. Something that may mean something to someone. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. This is unsettling. Some things look kind of neat, but most of them are just... Is that a purple sock? Do not touch it. <laughs> Wait a minute. It smells. <laughs> <gasps> oh my god. Huh. Okay. I put the pair back. I have both of them, but it's like the same. <laughs> huh. Okay. Total a noob. Total right? A noob. Yeah. Um, going forward, we need another survival check. I don't want it, because I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm not going to do as well. Oh. Oh. I didn't do as well. I'm fine. <laughs> I hope this is good enough. <clears throat> uh, all right. V. I'm supposed to roll a survival check? Yeah, yes. roll survival. Everybody roll survival. Okay, mm-hmm. I thought there was only a couple people doing okay. that. I didn't realize everyone was doing it. It's all it. good. Okay, let's Herald. see how this goes. That's a two. Okay. Oh, oh God. Strong two. Go. Petunia, do you have any rerolls? Well, I rolled a one, which I gave oh. you. Wait, no, she rolled, she rolled a one. Oh, you rolled a one? Yes. I hey. rolled a one. Reroll it. Actually, you can reroll that. I can re-roll it. I will re-roll it. Yeah. Thank you. I forgot about your half-pullingness. Your half-pullingness? That's a six. Cool. Good. It Good. is better. <laughs> okay. Uh, Harold. Six. Mm. Yeah, twins. Good. Well, twins. Go Petunia. Well, I feel better, because I got more than that. I got a seven. Mm. <laughs> I just fall over with you on my back. <laughs> uh, Vinley. Fourteen. Okay. Seisha. Nineteen for a twenty-one. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I Car- didn't do as good. And Karina. Twenty-six. Jesus. <laughs> Let me have this. <laughs> We're going to leave here, and I'm going to be useless again. <laughs> Um, <coughs> let's see. <coughs> yes. Uh, Harold, what? what's your AC? What? What? 15? Yes. No, Wait, you, no, you I have mean, speak Gulbob? Gulbob! Yeah. <laughs> you have to figure it out! Uh, and Vinley, yours? Gooab. <laughs> 17. 17? Okay, Petunia doesn't get hit. Oh my god, amazing. That's awesome. Uh, so V, Harold, and Vinley, you all take 14 points of bludgeoning damage Ow. as the branches and the trees around you sway and slam against the, the party wandering through this area as whipping vines and branches and razor vines just slash across and cut See, against you. See, this is why people cut you down. <laughs> Meanwhile, oh! Karina's like, oh, that's a bad tree. Oh, that that looked like it hurt. <laughs> I told you that was it in. I'm okay, I'm okay. V, bad, trunky, bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then, uh, you, are, are you guys okay? So 14 budgeting damage? Yeah. Just want to make sure I got that number right. Echoing off of these rotting trees out from all around you. Oh, no is the familiar voice of a goblinoid that found you in the dryad forests. Mm. Those lights. Uh, 
those aren't drift globes in there. Not a green horn's dancing cantrip. Those are the souls of the lost. If you thought the forest was bad, it's so much easier to get lost out here. And if you get lost, well, the twins might find you. They aren't as nice as me. Very creepy. Also, you have to make sure to not lose anything. People aren't the only things that get lost. Out here, you can lose your keys, a single sock, a lid to your tub of wares, or your mind. So you have to be careful and make sure you do idiot checks, okay? Everyone raise your hand. Oh, I can't say that. Dum 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 dum. All right. Do you put your hand back down? She notices that no one else put their hand up. <laughs> That's the only reason why. The, and Petunia, you were the only two to raise your hand. Oh no, oh no, oh no. You take... 12 points of psychic damage. Ow! What the fuck? (laughs) Your charisma score becomes a one. (gasps) Oh, it's already. It's already. (laughs) You cannot. No, no, no. Your big number becomes a one. Yeah. Like you have a one in charisma. That's a negative five? You are stacked. It's divided by 10, or minus 10 divided by two rounded down. Oh, you're not typing anything. Is the formula? That's math. More more stuff. Wait, 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 what's the math again? If it's a zero, it's a minus what? Yeah, your intelligence and charisma become a one. You can't cast spells. Activate uh, 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 magic items. Understand language or communicate in any intelligible way. So Harold is no different. However. Harold didn't raise his hand. I think I want to play on this and have three people able to understand each other because you can all speak gibberish and three people cannot. That is awesome. V and Petunia now understand Harold perfectly. Yep, Yep. everybody else just hears the three of them when they talk. You just hear jibber, jibberty, jabberty. Amazing. Oh, no. V and and, uh, Petunia, intelligence and charisma are a one now. uh, And you, you can identify friends from foe. Follow them and, and protect them, but you were you were basically your mind is very feeble. Oh. Are, are we basically like, like do we appear when we communicate to each other like kind of like cavemen to everybody else? I would guess so. Your charisma and yeah, intelligence—you you, you basically become primitive to like you know Neanderthal. Neanderthal. The three of us okay. get each other, and yeah. so we're just um, like, yeah. <laughs> I will say mechanically. This one will only last an hour and not 30 days. Yep. Okay. I'm sorry, Harold's last 30 days? No. No, 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 no. Okay. The spell feeble mind lasts oh. 30 days. Yeah. yeah. Jesus it's a Christ. Scary spell. Yeah. Happy yeah. Easter. Um, <laughs> and then with that you hear <laughs> as for threatening me, you son of a bitch. Oh fuck off. Oh. Piss ass. Uh, okay. okay. Uh yeah. Can I try to figure out where he is? Uh, sure how? Uh, perception, listening to where he's speaking from. I'm sure he's not like, I mean, he has to be taunting us from where he can, he can see us if he's like doing stuff to us. Yeah, go so ahead and make me, make me a perception check or with disadvantage. Can I'm cool I as well, since I was actively watching. Ugh, 
No, I He's don't think I see him. It's an 11. Actually, yeah, what, what is my uh, it, six? Yeah, no, it, it's that it's when he when it, the, the voice is like echoing off the trees coming from all directions. Ten. I'm sorry, ten. <laughs> it's very hard to pinpoint exactly where like you're like, OK, oh, it's definitely coming from over here. Wait, no. Now it sounds like it's coming from over there. Now it sounds like it's right behind me. No, it's not right behind. You know, when you're so very oh, legit. I will. Uh, all right. He has to show back up eventually. Um, what are you all doing? As you all see V and Petunia and Harold just start to lose their minds in the Merc and Draw. I don't have anything. Oh. I know. Oh, yeah, 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 Inhospitable of him. I'm sure he raised his hand when he said that. I don't see he his did. mind, Frankie. He didn't actually hurt them. He did um, everything but. But he is being. He took something. He's lacking in hospitality. Permission. I don't think he received anything. He received giggles. Do I still have hiccups, by the way? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Guard really good and if hiccups. So I'm just saying, we kill him after this, we gotta press forward. And reminder yeah. to our upstairs crew, you three can speak to each other just normally now, but the right the people at the table will not be able to understand you. This is going well. So it's like having a bad internet connection. <laughs> <laughs> I can understand you. Oh, that's not good. Oh my gosh, you guys, you're talking normal, Harold. <laughs> it feels like after pulling an all-nighter and falling asleep on my book instead of studying. They're all just grunting at each other, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, oh, they're... Oh, wait, you know, what the heck? like the feeling of not feeling, like, brain... I'm feeling foggy. 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 Okay, let's agree here and now that we never tell V how frizzy her hair is right now. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. I don't think her hair is frizzy at all. Why do they all sound weird? They they don't sound weird to me. I think this guy did something to hurt both of you. I mean, I'm not in pain. You can understand them? I can understand them, yeah. Meanwhile, they hear it still with the same thing. I feel like I'm doing a, so wait, a they, study. They can't understand us at all anymore, correct? V and Petunia cannot know. I, I shake my hands like this when you say that, and I point to myself and give a thumbs up. Okay, Harold can't. Okay. I'm going to okay. cover my mouth from Harold. <laughs> so while they can't understand us, um, I think Petunia's going to propose to Harold. I just wanted to say that no, to Harold someone can, else. Harold anyway, let's move us. forward. <laughs> I'm going to kind of sidle up to Karina as we're walking. <laughs> what? She's she's acting exactly the way my sister acted before she proposed to her boyfriend. Oh my god, it's happening! It's happening! 
don't freak out or they're gonna know. <gasps> 12 babies. It's gonna happen. Out of everything you've ever done, I really need you to keep it together. It's just that one friend you don't tell. And Karina's realizing it. Karina's realizing it. Okay. Oh, man. I'm like, so, <laughs> Petunia looks back at like, and kind of points at Sasha. Uh, she's, <coughs> she's cuckoo. <laughs> it's the Feywild. It's doing something to her. It's getting to, it's getting to all of us, really. Are both it? oh, sorry. Are both of you guys doing all those crazy arm hands? Yeah. Yes. Okay, V turns to Helm and goes, why are they interpretive dancing? Ritual. I can't hear what they're saying. I don't know. They look insane. Dang it, I don't have I anything to wipe Seisha's mind. mind. No, Seisha's <laughs> just got that look like somebody told her a really juicy secret. Let it happen, Seisha. Let it happen. <laughs> I swear to God, Seisha, if you spoil this. I know, I know. I need something to bite down on. She I pulls can... the socks out of her pack. <laughs> Okay, now she's looking like she's socks. trying to eat her socks. Oh, I don't understand. Oh, I think Karina and, uh, was meaning like you, she's gone uh, cuckoo. Like, you know, like we have probably. Yeah. I think you are like pointing insane. to Seisha and doing that. That's this. why we can't understand them. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Got it. What time is it? Uh, socks are. I don't wet know here so much. Right. Oh, okay. no. Then I, if they're wet, I don't put them in my mouth. I mean, you're. Waist up, yeah. Swamp water. She like she pulls them out and goes, <laughs> sticks them back in, and then reaches in another pocket and pulls out a little wooden pencil. She's impersonating her horse, I think. I don't get it. Okay, we gotta keep moving forward. This was a mistake. <laughs> I'm just walking. Okay. <clears throat> I'll praise horse lips. Traversing through the swamp, you are bombarded with. A myriad of creatures as you get further and further in. It's just an aggressive assault. And it's like gnats and mosquitoes in the humid deep swamps of the southeast. However, these creatures you face here are much larger and much deadlier. It's like those clouds of bugs. The mosquitoes are a pinkish bat-like flesh <coughs> vulture creature with a needle-like proboscis that uh, you fought in the bar, the yawning portal. This thing is, for Karina, really nasty looking. It is about that big. She just starts so, nervous so Wisconsin mosquitoes. Okay. <laughs> and it has like these four appendages where there's these tattered pink wings and this vulture-like fur. The rodents are of unusual size. I knew, it. I knew you were gonna. Nearing the size of Petunia with razor-like incisors and hateful bloodshot eyes. The spiders are the same size and jump from tree to tree, threading webs like tripwires as they pounce upon unsuspecting prey. The worst, the worst is when you come out of the deep water pits from time to time. Oh no. You see leeches. Mm -hmm. Saw that coming. Mm -hmm. The size of your forearm that cover your bodies as they drain the life from your body. And you watch as it drains color as well from everything around you as well. What are you all doing? 
to I'm, navigate these vermin. I reach in, pull out the bag of bounty, and I'm going to create a meal. And I hit it. Okay. <laughs> I stay on top of his shoulders. I think it's a comfortable meal. I hit it. But as I pull out the food, I reach a little deeper and pull out the salt. And I begin salting the leeches. <laughs> okay. V hits the bag of bounty. <laughs> yeah, it looks scary. Yes, it was a comfortable meal. So I'm, I pull out a bunch of mac and cheese. I'm going to cast, I'm going to wave everybody closer, as close to me as I can. I'm going to grab V by the arm and pull her closer. I don't have to. She can understand <laughs> what I'm saying. I'm like, everybody close, everybody close up. And okay. I'm going to wave everybody else to get as close to me as possible. Yeah, I think She's v, very close to you. Yeah, V, like, like uncomfortably close. Like, like very close. <laughs> and then, and then between you Someone my please shoulders, give so. that. God, please, please. <laughs> so that means she's doing more like this number. <laughs> you just completely oh, disappeared. You just vanished. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Ray, you're there just are a currently six head. of us. Okay. Instead of casting invisibility, does anybody else have? I can't ask. Uh, instead, cast one more. I will cast Major Image to make us look like the largest spider in this place. So big and so terrifying that other creatures would never dare to come close to us. Um, and I'm going to put us in the abdomen of it so that it covers us and it walks at the pace we're walking. Are we Trojan horsing in a we are spider? Major image Trojan horsing. I love this. <laughs> Dustin is here for it. This is this is really, really cool, really good use of a spell. Uh-huh. <laughs> um also, in a that, moment, I'm gonna like point to a leech on my shoe to Venley and go, look, it's my ma. <laughs> I'm going to cast it at 6th level so that I don't require to keep concentration. Oh. You oh. will you will negate the sturges, the rodents, and the wolf spiders. You okay. can't negate the leeches. I got the leeches. Yeah, that's fine. I, I'm salting the leeches. Oh, cool. After they're already attached, though. That's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So is there anything you're doing? Are we turning to... black and white? If... <laughs> If they, if that's they, kind of metal. <laughs> if they latch on and do enough damage, you can will. I roll a nature check real quick? Sure. Uh, if these leeches were to necessarily be asleep, would they release their clamp? Is what I'm trying to ask. Scientifically, yes. But once they're on us, I'm salting them so they drop off. We have to prevent them from getting on us. Then I have nothing. Shit. Okay. You would need to not be in the water to prevent the leeches from latching onto you. Just mm, mm, mm-hmm. I'm the mm-hmm. only one who isn't, if I understand correctly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So wait, uh, so leeches latch on to get blood. Venli, mm-hmm. do you? Pardon if this is an invasive question. Do you just have some blood on you? Let me see. Let me see. <laughs> um, I have teeth. It's a little teeth. upsetting that I don't. No, she doesn't. You know, I think you just also to note for Harold's verbal component, you heard him spout gibberish and it still worked. Oh, mm. yep. 
you know, I actually don't have any blood. Don't you have, like, fingers or body things we could, like, bait them away? Oh, I have several corpses in a hole right now. I don't know. They're all zombies. One's still dead, but... Leeches just sort of mindlessly eat. Most of them can't even see for shit, so... Question. How are the leeches attaching to me with full plate? Uh, leeches if they're that big start small get big and, and, oh. but like not small in size small and flat oh yeah. okay I thought you were okay I what you, you think of as big. a leech is once mm. they've engorged from blood yes. right so they the, are the they're still the, gave, I thought they were they're big. still the length yeah but they're not the girth okay it's like, like little, little little eels yeah I was about to say it's just like an eel yeah mm-hmm. okay I hate this yep <laughs> yep um, I hate swamps. So I think everybody but Petunia uh, yeah. is going to take 10 points of necrotic damage. You'll take uh, half. Five. You'll take half. And everybody that took damage, please make a constitution saving throw. You are all close enough to Seisha. You get her bonus. Yep. Hell yeah. So you get plus three. Plus three so right? we get her plus three on top of our plus three or sorry i have a plus three in con save correct yes so would it be okay yeah. in, okay. in addition to your your oh thank god <laughs> okay so just to be clear everybody but petunia took the damage right correct because petunia it was is how on, much 12? is like piggybacking on v's shoulder it was oh, 10 yeah. okay con save okay. we get well, plus three from seisha yes plus three okay all right and you also can't be feared right now. Uh, v, what'd you get? Uh, 16. Okay. Harold. Five. Oh, Ooh. shit. Karina. Dirty 21. Dirty 21. Binley. Oh, I'm sorry, mine was actually an eight, not that it matters. <laughs> Binley. 22. Seisha. Dirty 20. Harold. <laughs> this is not your night, my dude. I mean, it, you know, it, it, Harold and Swamps do not go well together. It's, it is my natural enemy. It is. Uh, I was going to be so mad if I failed this, though. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever's the opposite of favored terrain, that's what Harold has. <laughs> yeah. Uh, your hit point maximum will reduce by 10. Oh, my God. You will gain a level of exhaustion. And you are black and white. Not in Technicolor? Nope. Uh, uh, All of his purple now just becomes a hues yeah. of gray. Yeah. No! Lay on hands for five points. Because <laughs> uh, it's a con save, no so my thinking is it may be a poison. Hoping it's a poison. Fingers crossed. Oh. Nice. Yeah. Leeches with a Z, baby. <laughs> Leeches. Nope, not you. Uh, Leeches. Leeches, for me. Leeches or sneeches. Uh, it's considered that. It is considered that. Yeah, so with that... Uh, okay. Yeah, uh, you no longer... The, the, the minus 10 to your HP will still remain, but the exhaustion is gone. Exhaustion's oh. gone, and the color oh, returns back to you. Oh, that's the one that matters, so thank you. Yep. Oh. It, was, it, was a, it was a disease. Oh. Oh. Still Pemphisib. I know, right? Uh, 
keep up, Boglin. I'm trying to keep up, Harold. I got you, babe. <clears throat> and um, I'm also a doctor, so can I start, like... Removing them? Of course. Yeah. yeah. I like the reminder every now and then that you're a doctor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and also, Dr. Medication. It's not going to help much, but I start smelling, like, off. <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of deet. Yeah. Deet smells? <laughs> I'm going to come across this table one of these days, I swear to God. I swear to God. Uh, <laughs> but I'll cheerleader lift you. Um, I was about to say, I'm handicapped. I'll get across this table. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Uh, at moving past this, these odd, strange, just insect swarms. Um, it's been about an hour of travel. So Harold, your gibberish has is fading away, but you no longer understand the and petunia. Okay. Uh, to note, uh, my major image is also worn off. Okay. Got it. Yeah, but it was it. You, it was that was how you were able to get past the swarm of bugs. Yep. Really clever, Ethan. Yeah, that was uh, that was gonna be rough. That was gonna be real really rough. clever. Uh, let's see. That would have been a lot. Uh, you you negated about seventy points of damage. Holy Jesus! Because yep. it's constant Love, swarms. Love illusions. But um, as you're pressing forward, I will say V and Petunia used to, you two can still uh, understand each other. Words. All right. Um, But you start to see figures, corpses now hanging in the trees. No. Not fun corpses. No. One tree in particular is littered with many, like, ornaments in a morbid Yule tree style, strung up like dolls in different limbs and unnatural, unsettling poses. Other bodies strung up on pikes of twisting, demented branches of razor vine. Some of them stuffed with hay and straw and others with the street trash of urban cities filling their open and exposed bowels like a macabre scarecrow who face, whose faces move and twitch from the movement of rock grubs and maggots burrowing under their skin. You know, the tree ones are kind of like marionettes if you think about it. Wandering this area, you are met with the visions of countless putrid and grotesquely looking, sneering elderly women. Every time you look away, they seem to disappear and reappear, instantly relocating, making it hard to discern which is real, which is an illusion. However, they seem uninterested in you, and more so seem focused on the continued harvest and torture of the doomed souls that are too far gone to save. Are these what okay, you I'm all were talking about? I'm going to ask you one time, what kind of fucked up marionette shows are you going to? (laughs) They went to Center for Puppetry Arts once on a bad trip. Mm. Fair. (laughs) I I would like to ask if doing this is a good idea. Doing what? Walking? Going further in here and looking for grandmother. We're already here. Yeah, but There I'm, is no going back. I'm having I mean, misgivings. Then we We can go back. Yeah. You all see, like, there's green hags, there's sea hags, there's beer hags, dusk hags. The only ones you don't see are night hags. 
hats? Is it looking like a red hat society right now? <laughs> purple hat. Yeah. So basically, no one else can understand that. There's, there's also purple. Hat. Continues going, and that's the a green hat. That's a C hat. That's a that hat. That's a that hat. That's a that hat. It just sounds like. Uh, <laughs> he pretends to follow along. Goes. Hey, huh? Petunia. Uh huh. You can't recognize any of these. These are. Oh, I can't. Never mind then. They're so I'm just figures. saying, and that's blue. Oh, yeah. oh God, Petunia is dumb. We're fucked. Seisha pulls out her and notebook. And that's a deer. <laughs> and then he's like, oh. Seisha okay. pulls out her notebook, where she copied Petunia's notes on hags. <laughs> You're able to tell. And begins just. Cramming. Yeah. Um, people. I'm just gonna pull that up real quick. <laughs> oh, this is what you meant when you said hags. Yeah. I uh, thought. I'm gonna be honest. I thought you were all being rude about no. some old lady's looks. Um, no, they're. Oh, that's believable. And a lot of these are extremely grotesque. They're fake. Um, we. Well, we didn't really have exactly this where I'm from. We just mm. we had the one, and she kind of. You know, kids get off my lawn. <laughs> that was oh, about it. But she was in like I a get... she was in like a chicken house, like a big chicken. Oh, you know. funny story. Uh oh. So you know who we're going to meet? Uh huh. She and she stories a has a chicken house. Is it like? Well, the one from ours is like big and yeah. it's red and white and it's got crazy eyes. Oh, okay, on it. no, no, that sounds like a big chicken. This isn't that big yeah. a chicken. Okay. Is it a man-eating chicken or a man-eating but it, chicken? But does it have like a little bucket that she flies around in? Mortar and pestle here. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What does the bucket My look like? Did seven this to me? Deadly spices. <laughs> it's like red and white. It's striped. Okay. Okay. Uh, in the lands of Merida. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, players did it to me, and it's been cursed. <laughs> I'm all for it. Um. I'm well, gonna cast my spell. What are you casting? See invisibility. Okay. I'm just gonna pop <coughs> that open for the next hour while we're walking through here, just in case there's something we're missing that might be valuable for us to know about in this hag orchard. Okay. To back her up, one of my rogue abilities is eye for detail, which allows me on a bonus action to do a perception check to spot hidden creatures or objects. Okay. Using those two together, We'll give you the next roll with advantage. Hell yeah. Um, as you see a path that is in stories, there is the wander the children that wander through the wood and often get lost when they stray across from the path. Mm-hmm. You see the path of what you need to take. And uh, we need a group survival check. And uh, Vinley and Seisha can roll with advantage. Everybody roll and survival. Uh, I will remind uh, V and Petunia, you have a negative five to this roll, or minus five to whatever you <gasps> Wait, no, 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 no. What's your... Survival. What's your... Is it survival wisdom? It is yeah. wisdom. Oh, my God. Oh, that's right. right. You're not wisdom. Sorry, you're right. It's, it's, you're right. Still you're right. Wisdom. I'm wrong. No, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. It's better than what you rolled. <laughs> yeah. I have wheel. I just used one I'm wheel for Venley. Okay. okay. Um. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, that's funny. Oh, there is balance. 
And uh, so, Karina. I laugh in intelligence. Mm-hmm. I make what up is your total? With... 26. Okay. Binley. Uh, with the wheel and the advantage, 10. Real strong. <laughs> what were your two? Uh, My two rolls were a one and a two. Nice. <laughs> Seisha. Dirty 20. Okay. V. Natural 20 for a 21. Yes. Harold. Queen. 11. <laughs> 11. Petunia. Five. Oh. I actually need to do them. The wizards, we're just we we give up on this one. I yeah, I, I throw in the towel. I'm I'm I gotta tap out on this one. <laughs> also you have that advantage on initiative until you use it. Awesome. I can't do shit. Or until I give it to someone else. Okay. Mm. Okay. All right. Cool. Do cool. we noted? Cool. What? <clears throat> so as you're moving ahead, just... you two notice that you're kind of leaving behind everybody. They get. Hey. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, what? Maybe we should tie. Uh, I pull out a rope. Tie it around my waist mm-hmm. and hold it back. And I walk up to V and I take her hand and I put it on the rope mm-hmm. and I do the same to Petunia. Okay. Uh, and a- as this happens and you go and like moving Petunia and V's hand on the thing, and Petunia still being on V's back. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I just don't want her to feel left out. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um, Are we being leashed? Your minds come back to you, V and Petunia, as it has been in over an hour. And However, in order to catch up to your friends, you realize you have strayed from the path. And ahead of you, perched on the edge of a broken and fetid rotting log, you all see two identical lithe, feathered, bat-owl-like fey creatures. Twins. Each of them towers around seven foot tall and looks like a thin black raven owl bear with a barn owl's pristine white face and large, glossy, vacant, iridescent eyes. They walk on large, taloned claws as they lean heavily on the knuckles of leathery bat-like wings. Both of them tilt their head. Large elf antler burden heads with the unison as an unnerving smile creeps across their face, stretching from ear to ear, exposing the toothy maw, a tightly packed short nail-like teeth, like a bunch of children's teeth all in a singular row. So they're owls with teeth? Mm Mm-hmm. I hate it. Who are the I two hate that are in front it. Of them? It's like a duck. Who are the two that are in front of them? Uh, the, everybody can see this. They look like these weird, fey-like okay. owl creatures. They owl look owl identical. Face. They're moving in unison. Okay. Um, the connection. I think these are the twins that and, were mentioned. And as you say that. We know you are there. We can smell your desperation. We can hear your heart racing. Come talk. We only want to help. I am Jerolek, and I am Narrow Jack. We can see as you are 
lost. Return from around the bend and you'll get stuck until you're in. Stick around to make a trade and a path to freedom will be made. We do not wish to fight, but only want to end your plight in order for us to consent you must in turn relent. Do Do you you accept? accept? I'm sorry, can you repeat that? (laughs) (laughs) And they will exactly like they did. For player, can you? Yes, of course. Um, Without the double speed. I'm sorry, my hearing's real bad tonight. No problem. They say their names. Mm -hmm. In jest. Narajack is yours? I am Narajack. I am... Jero Lek and Laro Jack. Yes. Which one is? Which one are each of you playing? It's hard to say. Insight. Which one are each of you playing? It's, it's legitimately hard to say because one is speaking for the other, yeah. finishing okay. their sentences and stuff like that. Yeah. I hate this voice. It was more the core of what they're asking if we accept. I couldn't yes. process. Um, a trade. Yep. Basically, to Just, put you back, to make you not lost anymore, mm. you have to make a fade deal. You can in- say no and continue to be lost. It d- not necessarily to continue to be, be lost. lost. You, yeah. Yeah. Like you can, it's a yes or no question. Do you accept? Do you um, want to make a deal with I this creature? I an idea that they may like. There's a song I know about three ravens. I could turn it into two owls instead. They're going to take it. I know. Are we accepting yes or no, everyone? Is this an everyone question? Like, we as a group accept making a deal or individually? It's the group that's lost. So it would okay. be, but it would have uh, to be a fair trade. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. do we think the trade is? They're going to want something big to put us on the track. I have things I can offer. It was... I have this. I, uh, I don't know. That's, I, I don't want to Probably better anything. than making a deal with Grandma. I don't want to make deals. I don't know what to do. We don't really have a lot of choice here. I don't know the way back. I could give them my socks. If you've ever been to a tabaxi socks. market, you know how to make deals. I'm fine to make deals with them, but I want to make sure that we have something that's going to be considered enough. They will find something, I'm sure. Um, Typically, with things like this, you have to offer. Grandma. Yes, we will make the deal, but I want to discuss the terms in depth. Of course, what? Are your terms? <sighs> Going to throw up. <laughs> Karina would be better at this, so me as a player, hold on. Uh, what you will offer is to put us on a direct, unobstructed, safe path to where are we going? Grandmother, grandmother's. What was what's uh, her? To grandmother's uh, house we go. No, mm, more specific, grandmother. Uh, Baba Yaga. Baba Yaga. To the okay, a safe, unobstructed 
path to the Baba Yaga. The Baba Yaga with no tricks or quorum on the trail. Guaranteed safety until full party arrival. None may be split. None may be separated. Every one of us must make it safe and straight away there. And in return, what I will offer, and Karina's gonna pull out five history books from her world. I will offer you five books full of knowledge of a lost world that no longer exists and you alone will have this knowledge. I can throw in some smut. Uh, I've got got that too. Responding to that, they say... I got some fan fiction. (laughs) Do all of us have dirty books? (laughs) Mine's not dirty, it's just fan fiction. Uh, In response, they say, We do not have the power here, only grandmother can grant that, but we can guarantee you will be put on the correct path unseparated. For equal trade, we will take three. And we'll look to you, 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 like look to each of you individually. So mean, and you get the sense that yours is one for the books. Not three books, but three people must offer something. Okay. Uh, And I will say yes. And we don't hand them anything until we all have something. I uh, reach into my bag of holding. And I pull out a beautiful gown made of gold. And I look at them and I say, tell me, do you like love, death, evil for the purpose of love and the story behind it? Because this, and I hold up Pinchesca's wedding dress for the wedding with Ileana. You see them kind of like tilt their head and then look at each other and then look back at you. This lovely gown is steeped in history. Um, I'm so glad I found the notebook. I still have the Bahir blade, right? Even though I don't use it. And they look to you and say... Oh, hold on. Uh, v yep. asked a question. Oh, oh, sorry. I didn't realize you couldn't hear me. What did you I ask? We're just really low. Yeah, I still have the Bahir blade, even though I don't use it, right? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So uh, after that, should I wait to see if they accept the dress as an offering? They seem very interested in this dress. I'm not uh, 100% sure if this is going to be the end-all, be-all. Yep. Yeah, wait wait for them to accept or not accept. Okay. Well, they're going to have wait. to see all I'll three. Wait. Yeah, they did say three, and two things have been offered so far. I will also say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but they said they'd take the books. Mm. Oh, they might like 
this one. And I reach into my bag and I pull out a, uh, a kind of a worn novel and the corners are dog-eared. Um, this is a book about a man who was two people and the same person. It's called Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hydra. They stop listening and they look back to Karina as something may have Um, already been offered. Yep, they they already accepted a stack of books. Oh, they want the whole stack. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I thought they were just taking one. Okay, Okay, I misunderstood. So, Um, stack uh, of books, address, uh, and B. Uh, so V kind of uh, steps forward and um, grabs the Bahir blade and goes um, over the bond. V Harold can absorb the properties of that sword into his weapon. As long as he has attunement slots. What? Let's just let her do it. She just stops and looks at station. Goes, should I not? What? I, I don't remember. Didn't that do, like, really big damage to something? Um, uh, I, I can't remember. Katie, the player, can't remember. I'm sure V. Uh, it did not do extra damage. It was a plus one great sword that did something with dragon sensing. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was going to say the Bahir Blade is oh, like a right. dragon thing. I was thinking of her axe. Okay. Never mind. It's Never like mind. Uh, you can uh, feel the presence of a dragon with it, basically. Got it. Okay. Never yeah. mind. Um, <clears throat> anyways, so uh, V comes forward and goes, um, <clears throat> she's still hiccuping. <laughs> uh, no, you're no longer hiccuping. Oh, thank God. Okay. Oof. All right. That's going to be a rough speech. So, <laughs> uh, she, she comes forward with it, you know, and um, goes, uh, I, I, don't, I don't know how interested in um, uh, dragons you guys are over here. Um, I don't know if dragons really hang out in the Feywilds. I don't, I'm assuming you know what dragons are. <laughs> um... Anyways, uh, this is a super cool. This is a super cool great sword that I have used a lot. Means a lot to me. Um, I don't know how much personal feelings really mean to you guys. I, I I've been holding on to it just because I uh, like it. Um, but you can uh, feel the presence of dragons. They look at you, they look down at the ground, they look at Karina, they look down at the ground, they look at Vinley, they look down at the ground. Uh, I will lay it, I will um, fold it and lay it on the ground and say, it's a two-in-one. You can honestly probably try and make a deal with Pinchesca in the Nine Hells. I got you. (laughs) These are more. And then you can tell if there's a dragon there with this. (laughs) These are more <laughs> befitting like, our... Hush, hush. Yeah. Educate that dragon. <laughs> yeah. Right, so they, they speak up. <laughs> these are more befitting our... Trade we will. Accept these gifts. Thank you. And... Um, they hop down, pick them up, and they take their wings <laughs> and throw them out towards you, and it is like... Okay, uh, a, a just being clouded in darkness. 
um, Harold, with your vision, is the only one that can see through it. You see the Feywild literally shift around you. Trees move, the ground like shifts. You all don't feel it, but you, Harold, can see through this magical darkness. And in the darkness, you hear... Okay, um... <laughs> you can hear them begin to speak, uh, but... Um, for you are left in this darkness for so long, you feel that maybe they have abandoned you here. Uh, but Harold, you start to see that the shifting lands begins to solidify. And you hear, We are for real. We will honor our dear. To the path we send you to. Grandmother's house you go. Okay. Thanks. And you all... You are too kind. Um, you all feel mud once again. But you are still in darkness. Are, I can see... Are we back in the swamp? You, you are back. You never left the swamp, but you are in a different area of the swamp. Okay, cool. You have so been. You didn't just start us back at the beginning. Correct. No, no, no. Yeah. And, and there is a clear path ahead of you that you can see, Harold. Yeah. Okay. I will say. Okay. I can see where we need to go, but I'm pretty sure, judging by the way everything looks, that I'm the only one of us that can see it. Uh huh. Um, okay. I have dark vision. Was this is that... magical darkness. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. He okay, has okay. devil's advanced sight. darkness. <laughs> it is advanced darkness. <laughs> I will super darkness. I will look around and I'll say, okay, uh, I need everybody to join hands. Well, that was a stupid thing to say because we, you can't see each other's hands. So I will get everybody. No, everybody's to join each holding a rope. No, you only. I don't think you tied the rope around everybody. No, I handed everybody the rope and oh, I thought you only specifically. I thought you only gave it to the two no, dum-dums. No, I I got it to everybody <laughs> and took their. Hands. You were in a dum-dum state. Yeah. You're smart now. I didn't know I was dumb. But no one's tied to You're it. They're just holding it. Okay. Very intelligent. I'm the only one the rope's tied to. Okay, everybody grab a hold of the rope. I'm, I'm going to lead the way. And make sure that <laughs> you need to hold the rope. Okay. If you can tell I'm pointing, I'm pointing at you, uh... Uh, babe, huh? it's you. If oh. you can hold, make sure you are also holding. People can't see what I'm doing. I need you to hold the rope. <laughs> Who's I try to like feel down V's arm to get like the rope, and then okay, he hands you the rope. <laughs> <laughs> and then I will take the front, and I will start going down the path, and I will say, I understand that I'm the least trustworthy person here, but there is a very clear path forward. I'll take up the rear. I you are about midway middle. in the center. You are nowhere near the rear. No, the end of the rope is tied around me. Yeah, you should probably back up if you... Now you're at the back. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm going to feel to make sure I'm between two tall people, so if something goes wrong, they can pull the rope taut and hoist me up. Harold <laughs> is petrified right now because he's like... Everybody's counting on me, and I'm a moron. So he's like no. really keeping an eye out. Thank God I've got alert. <laughs> I believe in you, baby. Thank um, you, love. I'm keeping an eye. Well, no, I'm not, because nope. it's dark. Never mind. And about uh, somewhere between 20 and well, like 15 and 20 feet later, you all find twilight. 
once again. It is, oh, it is still. Us out of that. That was a close call. It is. It is still dark, but it is not Magical. magically dark. Uh, who doesn't have dark vision? Uh, v. Not naturally. I know V doesn't. Petunia doesn't. But I can fix that. Um, hold on to it. Okay. As we come out back into that twilight area. As Vinley opens her eyes again, she sees that it, people are still having kind of a hard time seeing, and her eyes once again take on a crescent shape, but now the green iris has become more gray, and V and Petunia, you both now have dark vision for 300 feet. Sweet. Sick. Nice. And you'll have that for an hour okay. as I use Eyes of Night. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is, we're good to go. Let's keep going. And where you are right now is probably the most solid the ground has been. And solid is a very loose term. Mm-hmm. It is not waterlogged and puddles of like marsh and even deep swamp. It is that <laughs> of walking through. Mud once fog? again. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and as you push, I reach forward, down. No, I don't. Never mind. We're in the Feywild. What do you do? Nothing. You sure? Nothing. Stop. I don't do a damn thing. Say she starts to reach down and then pulls her hand up. <laughs> and as you push forward on the path, you come across mud, oh. and you can instantly tell it's not the mud you were just traversing. Maybe. 10 minutes ago as you've encountered well some of you have encountered it in the Ardeep forest and on the world of a beer and it is most likely sinking mud but by the time you tell you already realize you're in the middle of a massive lake and you all begin to sink I hate swamps so much okay everybody go ahead and oh Yep. Yeah, yep. give me strength saving throws, sorry. Oh, oh. good. <laughs> Do we get the plus three? Yes. Yes, you will. Yep. Thank um, God, because I got... I'll actually, oh, my God. I'll actually oh, no. say that... Uh, I can re-roll one still, right? Because Petunia... E- yeah, that is a thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm literally <laughs> on you. I know, I just wasn't sure if I got, like, a certain number yeah, of things or what. Uh, Petunia... Currently, you do not have to make this as you are on V. Thank v God. is the one who is going to be making this. Yep. Uh, okay. V, what did you get? Dirty 20. Okay. Harold? It's, uh, 10 total. Okay. Um, Karina? 16. Finley? This was a check, correct? Save. 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 Okay. Thank God. 14. Okay. Okay. And Seisha. I am a scholar at heart. Okay. Uh-oh. It's good. We're going down, down. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, In our plate mail. Yep. Uh, you oh, just... <laughs> yeah, I'll start to just, like, slosh and slop through. Harold and Seisha, it is, I mean, a struggle. Harold, you just, not being the, the strongest of... 
Bard's more your your strength lies in other areas, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, Seisha, your armor just it, it's almost like a like a suction vacuum. Uh, both of you uh, get stuck and begin to slowly sink. Uh, uh. Oh, and we see that. I got it. Maybe how how far is this mist or not mist but mud? Uh, the mud. Is is pretty treacherous. I will say, if you make the save, you will be able to traverse it. Um, I just need to know how much further it goes. Oh, further than thirty mm. feet. Damn. Uh, can I it mold will, earth around them? Uh, oh. Say again. Can I mold earth around them so they don't sink? Would you like to try? I would like to try. Okay. You better work. I can cast spells now, so I would like to try. Oh, yeah. I know within five feet of each other. I don't think so. I'm at the front. She's at the back. Okay. Yeah. Save me, Petunia. It is only a <laughs> five-foot cube. So, so you can get one person. Yeah, one person. Get Harold. I can get myself. Okay. Yeah. I will I will get Harold. Uh, okay. You can keep it from, from, from pulling Harold under. Um... Yep. I will say that that will affect the DC of things as Harold can now make the save again, make another strength save, and it will not get more difficult as you s- were sinking further and further. That's dope. <laughs> 11. Wait, 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 wait. Is that with the... That's with the plus three. I am going to Misty Step. Okay. Up to the ground yep. that has been hardened and assist Harold so he gets advantage. Okay, cool. So, Harold, you try and pull your boots out, and although it has been solidified so you don't sink any further, your boots have been solidified. It's more so like your your artificial leg is definitely locked oh. in, but you can roll one more time uh, as that is the help action. Okay. Hey, that, that's not bad, though. Because <laughs> you're near me. It was a natural one. So <laughs> I guess I'll give it another go. Yep. Retaining these. It's a four on the die. Okay, switch dice. <laughs> He's I'm, using digital. I'm not switching dice. Switch your digital dice you type. Find, like, nine? No, I don't think that would do it. I have, a, I have another idea, guys. I have another idea. Okay. okay. Just keep the ground where it's at. I, I just need ten minutes. I'm sorry. Just I, ten minutes. I can get, We can pull you out. V, come give me a hand. All right. V goes over. You're gonna pull my leg off. I grab his leg. No, my leg's underground. It's your... I rip it off. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. I will say, working together with everybody, like now staying, almost doing what Karina has been doing, that like just small dance and shift, uh, you know, trying to... uh, But not struggle. What is that? The the Shimmy? Powder. That like liquid that you have to run fast enough across in order to sink in. Yeah. I think that's what it's called. It's It's a cooking... Material that I can't cornstarch. Corn yeah. Starch yeah, yeah. Hey, you, you move on it. It solidifies. You stop. You sink. So, but working together to pull you out with the mold earth 
both softening and hardening and softening and hardening. Uh, you're able to work your way through that. And as you're like getting Harold to, to the like rest of the way out, you know, from that last little just Seisha, you hear it first, but you hear faint cries and gasps of someone struggling to survive. The breath is labored and you don't see who or where it's coming from, but you can definitely hear it. I, for detail, I'd like to try to spot. Make a perception check. Uh, there's a very poignant song I would like everyone to know. It's uh, Billy, Don't Be a Hero. Six. <laughs> Plus, I think it's perception. Oh, hey, uh, 23. 23. Okay. You see an old, frail man that looks to be nothing more but skin and bones. He's covered in dark, pluff mud. The only thing you saw that made him stand out was the small bits of white from his long beard and the white of his wild and desperately pleading eyes as he sees you looking at him, barely hanging on to hope. And he looks humanoid. You can't quite see what that humanoid is, but... Is he off the path? Um, he is close. Like the, the, there, there is, is no, no visible path, path anymore. where you are. You are okay. literally on a lake of mud. Got it. Okay. <sighs> How much do we think things might be a trick? What do you mean? There is a it's guy. There is a guy drowning in the mud, and he's it's making eye contact with me. It's no, 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 different guy, different guy, old oh, guy. Where? I'm out. Oh, do we where? care do we about save the old him? Guy? I feel like we should save him. Where? I can do it from here. Over here. <laughs> I can do it from here. Um, uh, wait a minute. I think I got this. Hang on. Let me make sure it gives a visible effect. Harold no, was, it does not. Hunter's Mark does not give uh, something other people I, can I could. I can cast Levitate. Yes, okay. right over there. Uh, and I will turn his head and position it. Uh, and after a moment or two, really focusing in, you can see, like, <laughs> the last desperate, like, little bit of, like, the tips of fingers oh, and the last Jesus. bit of a head. As it bubbles and goes under the mud. Can I see that as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'll cast Levitate. Okay. Um, I'm going to cast Telekinesis. Wait, got it. we've got, okay. Levitate only is up and down. Oh, yeah. but, also but levitate. levitate you can save and you can just cast telekinesis, right? Telekinesis could move the stuff out of the way so yeah. you can be levitated out. Oh, okay. Levitate also, it, like, Harold, I would, I would say with the amount that you were stuck in this mud, being able to go up and down didn't help the fact that, like, you have you you, you would have wiggle. to be able to pull with a force, and levitate doesn't have force. It's literally just. Mm. Mm. Uh, loss of gravity. Yep. I grabbed Venley's head <laughs> and position. Could, could I instead then, instead of casting levitate on him, levitate the mud? Boat it. What we did in the boat. Sure. I can right. get up to have... 500 pounds of it. Okay, then yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, lifting 500 pounds of mud, you're able to see the man fully now as uh, this frail old man just kind of like 
I'm not sure if anyone's ever had this experience. I have. When you go into zero grav, it, you don't know what to do with your hands. Yeah, well, yes. Yep. <laughs> I did a carnival night once. <laughs> and he's just kind of floating, and this perplexed look comes across his face. But and the, like the mutt is raising with him, and then he is brought through, and you see this completely drenched. Yeah, like covered in mud, and it's that like black almost tar-like uh, mud, but as mud. it's beginning to dry, it's beginning to turn white. Ooh. As it's, like, cracking and, oh, and okay, drying and off caking you. off. And, and Extra digitation! Yeah, I was about to say. And, and you... He's... <coughs> like, coughing just bouts of just mud. I, I pat his back. Hover him away from me a little bit. <laughs> As you pat, I mean, you can feel it's almost skeletal in how frail he is. You peel away this mud with prestidigitation. You see a free, frail old man with deep chocolate skin and a long gray and white beard. His clothes are nothing more but rags, but V and Karina. Huh? They look like they could have been at one time vestments of a noble or even royalty. Fuck. I pull out the bag of bounty. So I can use it three times in a day. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> Thank you. Of course. What's your name? I... I forgot. Or... I lost it. Yeah, that sounds about Perhaps right. Perhaps I raided it. That sounds about right. I can't remember. Uh, 22 insight. Seems to be telling the truth. Work. I hand him, I pull out a wealthy meal. <laughs> and the truth is, um, forgot. Yeah. Doesn't know how but has, over time, forgotten his name. Be careful feeding him. Depending on how long he's been starving, right. it could kill him. I'm, I'm going to go with the the simple things, the bread and a little bit of the uh, goose fat. He can only do small amounts yes. at a time. Yeah. I, well, I've do done your, this before. Here, let me do your best. this as well. Little vial of a healing I potion. I start using the things I learned when nurturing Voss back to health. Okay. Um, um, and we'll say with the everybody making their saving throws and using the telekinesis and everything, you're able to get off of the sinking mud pit um, as you find a little spot of reprieve for this elderly man. What are the rest of you doing? Uh, I'm, I'm keeping watch. Okay. I... I'm trying to think of how to word this. I'm checking... Fuck. Find it. <laughs> I'm trying. So you know anglerfish. Oh. Mm. I'm making sure he's not a lure. Got it. Uh, make an investigation check. Okay. Uh, guidance. Thank you. Wait, no. Hold on. This is a new spell for me. It's concentration. Never mind. I can. I can guidance. Okay. Myself. Oh. And you said it's a what check? Uh, investigation. Yeehaw. Uh, so that's going to be 22. 22. 
does not seem to be tethered to anything. Okay. Um, other people of your party will say, look for a red line of ooze. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, but it does not, he does not seem to be tethered. And with Harold looking around, um, you can easily pick up that there does not, there's that still that feeling of dread, that feeling of being watched. Yeah, just making sure that he's not bait. Yeah, but it does not feel like there is some other creature ready to jump up out of the mud. Or even just really that he's giving away our position or something where us helping him has just fucked us. (laughs) She's kind of keeping that, like, on edge. Okay. Um, All right. He heals nine points, by the way. Nine points. Got it. Well, still, that I, I mean, he's old. Not much oh, a healing yeah. potion can do for that. But he does seem to uh, not be wheezing as much. Um, he is, uh, thank, like taking the small pieces of bread, and he's mm-hmm. doing what. As you do see, that he has no teeth. Yeah, and he is just. Can I use? I'm dipping the bread uh, in goose fat yeah, to fine. soften it for him. You were saying V? I've never used this before, so like, correct me on how to use it properly. Um, would using augury help give like insight, like an omen about like this person? So you can speak Earth to your there? ancestors? Yep. Get your opinions on it. You could talk to them basically through your axe, which is sentient and, and has yeah. all of your ancestors. Uh, and you basically ask a question and you get, is it a good idea? This is it a bad idea? This is a good, good or bad idea? Mm. There's really no in between or uh, there is... I don't know. I don't Yeah. Yeah, okay. Because like when I was reading the description, it says the DM chooses from possible omens, just wheel woe, both or nothing. Yep. Yeah, um, absolutely. What would yeah, you... I mean, I've never used this spell before, so I might as well try it out. Um, see if uh, if the situation seems good or bad, I suppose. Okay. Um, um, so I'm going to cast Augury. Okay. And what are you specifically looking for that's fair that's a good question um basically uh i'm trying to get an idea if this person is like more of like a threat or like like friend or foe i guess okay um trying to get like a vibe check i will also say the more specific you are with your intent Mm -hmm. or question the more probable the wheel or woe will be in the sense of it not coming up as both because there are many instances in the world where it could be both okay especially is there any questions you guys might have for the vibe check of this guy (laughs) well he's dressed like a noble so what was a noble doing out here I noticed I noticed the fabric too okay so maybe the question should be and not whether for clarification, are. the question has to be like yes something that's no. something that's happening in the next thirty minutes, yeah. and it has to be yes or no. What if we ask if bringing him with us is a good idea? Okay. All right. Um, is bringing this guy with us a good idea? 
she says to her, she's like holding her axe, like talking to it. Like it's like, I feel like that's gonna give us a shaky answer. Hmm. Oh no, really? Uh, well, it's already been asked. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. Yeah, I should have said. Yeah, we didn't have time. I didn't no think... one, no one said it was a bad idea. <laughs> uh, and you hear the voice of some old ancestor, wise beyond his years, probably one of one of the eldest cons speak to you. And with one word, you get the Goliath word for wheel. Okay, good. He's good. He passed the vibe check. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Maybe he was like wrongfully banished here or something. I can't thank you enough for saving me. I thought that was going to be my grave. Nobody wants to be buried here. No, definitely no. not. Not even a headstone. Just no, not quite pitiful. Mud. Do you know why you're out here? I can't remember. Yeah. It's fair. They took everything from him. I'm wondering how long he's been here. I don't know. Can we call you Thomas? Because we're going to have to call you something, and I like the name Thomas. can I... You kind of look like a Thomas. Can I make a history check about this guy? Since I can see royal vestments. Sure. I will say the DC will be high. Okay. I have a plus seven, so don't fuck me. (laughs) Can I do it too? 24. Uh, Go ahead, Petunia. Hey, but 24 is pretty good, so you know. Let's see. Ow. Waiting on this dude. Yeah. No, no, no. 29. 29. Take your thunder, Ellie. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're the smart one. I will say for both of you. Nice. Karina, you get that. He reminds you of a story you read once. Um, You can't put a name to it. Uh, But Petunia, in a different world, in a different time, in a different space, whether it be real or not, unsure, the Feywild can create things. You think you're looking at Koshe the Immortal. The Undying. A king, a Khan, in his realms. And to you, Vinley. Can you spell that name, please? No. There are about 12 different ways to spell it, but I will tell you the one that we have is K-O-S-C-H-E. It could be K-O-C-H-I-E as well. A name you have given me. A name, Thomas. I shall be wonderful. At least until we find out who you really are. It's very nice to meet you, Thomas. Does you say you pronounce it was Kasha? Yeah. Does Kasha sound familiar to you? Can I make a history check? Uh, the history check has already been taken, so um, with a twenty-nine, all she got was was a name okay. um, and a story. There is 
some people would attribute this man, and at least the legend, the lore, all of that, to that of the akin of being a lich in the way that liches work, in a sense that his story, the reason why he's known as the Undying, is the same way that um, the painting guy, uh, Dorian Gray. Yeah. Mm. Oh. It's like Mert and... <laughs> uh, and to your, as you say, I don't know. It just... Resemblance. My name is Thomas. For now. Vinley is just like... I'm Seisha. And Vinley is also um, in her head screaming. Because she knows that name from stories. Because necromancer, baby. You study immortal people. So we can so we can hear Venley screaming in her head. <laughs> no, this is a different Discord channel. She's okay. <laughs> oh, way too many alerts going off yeah. right now. Voice channel too. This is this is this would not be in Wizarding books as a historically written person. This is literally this name before story times. books. Yeah. Yeah. I am unsure of the path you travel. May I join you so I may not sink again? Yes, of course. Absolutely. That is That's the vibe check. I'm going to summon Bernie now that we're on firm ground. Summon Bernie in the sinking mud? We're on firm ground. You said we are on firm ground. (laughs) And if it becomes soft under him, I swear to God I'm coming across this table. Firmer, you're no longer in the sinking mud. Didn't say you're out of mud. Look, if V can walk in, Bernie should be fine. That's true. Vastly different feet. But her weight, weight. her mass is more... Uh, mm-hmm. she's also narrow, so she's going to sink more. I think I'm more dense than a horse. Hey, hey, let's stay on topic. Thank you. Um, the briars and branches, as you begin to move more forward, um, grow up and out of the swampy water. Yeah, the it becomes more water-filled. The, it becomes less like mud again, and more so just... You're walking up to, again, the different varying heights, um, mm-hmm. and Petunia is back on V, as there are times where it comes up to the collar of uh, Karina, um, but you're able to not be submerged. You could possibly step across the trees if you so wish to not be within waters. I feel like that would offend the trees. <sighs> I don't know what's alive here, like sentient and sapient alive, and what's not. For me, I think everything is. I don't even want to step on the mud. Well, Um, I mean, maybe they like it. Let's just keep going. Step on me, paladin. Um, Seisha, Karina, and Vinley. I would say mostly Vinley, though. You notice that, for some reason, although the terrain is treacherous, it is not difficult anymore. Like the terrain just sort of chilled out a little? Like someone's wanting us to move through it and has shifted it? Or like we made a deal to get on a clear passage there? 
it is hard to say. I will say you all notice that you're not fighting as much. Mm. For you, it feels like the path is a little bit easier, even though it is not mm. an easy path. Yeah, it seems to not be pushing back on us as hard. That being said, though, you see these briars and branches, you know, uh, increase and become this wall of thorns that seem to block your way. However, what is more disturbing is the skeletal and decaying bodies of... of people entangled and cocooned into the roots, submerged and drowned. Mm. What are you all doing? Averting my eyes. Okay. I'm studying it to see if the thorns are moving, like they're actively working to push people under. One grabs you and drags you underwater. Oh. I try to grab her. Go ahead and grab. You are basically going to be doing uh, an athletics, or um, yeah, yeah. Can, can I re-roll, Petunia? Did you roll a one? Yeah. Oh yeah. Katie upstairs is trying to say something. Is, yeah, B's asking if she can try as well. Of course, you can assist. Uh, so okay. if you want to roll as well. All right. Is this? You said athletics. Yes, athletics. Okay. I wasn't sure if having Petunia on me would slow me down. No, you're good. Okay. Uh, okay, okay, okay. That's going to be a uh, 24. Seven. So uh, with you going and then uh, alerting V, V will just be closer, mm-hmm. and you snatch Vinley up from the water. Um, as you now know. Hold her upside down like a fish I just caught. <laughs> she looks like a kid <laughs> who just fell into a pool for half a second before their, like, parent pulled them out of the pool because they don't know how to swim. They're doing that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I, I, like, pick you up and go, are you okay? And you're just, like, coughing, I'm assuming. Don't pay attention to the wall. It doesn't like being perceived. Oh, no. <laughs> and then she, like, yeah. slowly puts you down, like, shoulders first onto the ground. Thank you. Can I have an idea. Um, Can I help? Uh, hold on. What's your idea, Harold? Or Ethan? I'm just going to attempt. If, you know, let, 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 let me check real quick. Uh... I'm going to use minor illusion to make the image of an arm in the middle of the water to see if it leaps up to try to take the arm. It does not. Okay. So it it can tell the difference between something fake. Instead, I'll cast major I'll, I'll cast minor illusion to make a blub in the middle of the water like a bloop sound. It does not. See, this is why you gotta have smart people in your party. Oh, this okay. may be terrible for you, but I think it'll be fun. <laughs> All right, what are do you doing? I'm gonna cast Speak with Plants. Okay. <laughs> I'm a bad influence. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna also not make eye contact because I am autistic. Uh, <laughs> so looking, looking kind of averting, uh, just. 
Hello, uh, I am Karina. Um, is there any way you might be able... Hello, dearie. Hi. It's so nice to hear a voice. Yours is particularly interesting. Um, if you don't mind... Actually, no, this is Feywood. She would not have said Karina. She would have said Vera. Uh, fixing that. Okay. Uh... Is there any way that uh, this thing in front of us could uh, clear so we can continue on our way? I'm looking at y'all so I can make sure to read your lips, but Karina's not looking at the plant. I'm sorry, but I'm the gate. Well, all gates have a lock. What could be the key? That's gonna be my sister. Like, like, bring your sister here or like kill your sister? No, no, no. You've got to go through my sister. Oh, so we got, we got to go kill your sister before we can get through this area. Is that correct? I don't understand why you keep putting words in my mouth. I'm clarifying. If you would speak with more clarity, I could understand better and be less of an annoyance to you. You must go through my sister. Please define through. Is your sister a bush? Or is your sister someone we have to kill or simply have a nice chat with? You're going to have to be specific. My sister is the sea. That's a weird metaphor. That's like, my life, my love, my lady is the sea. That doesn't make sense. Please clarify. <laughs> Instructions unclear. Instructions unclear. Stabbed water. <laughs> swim. We got to swim. Okay, is that going to hurt? How long can you hold your breath? A really long time. I'm actually way better than my brother. Then you're going to be fine. How long is a long time? Time works differently here. Oh, that's horrid. <laughs> you know, I should have expected that answer. I really should have. Talking, talking with you lot is really just a headache, and people have a problem talking to me. Uh, so, okay, so we're going to swim through this, so we can't go through this way. You're sending us on a detour. Am, am I cottoning on? I will, uh, because this is just something you would know. Yeah. Uh, you're in water. Yeah, yeah. Right now. Yeah, she's, she's more asking, like, so we were trying to go through an area. Woods went this way. Okay, so this road's closed. We got to swim around it. No, so they didn't close on you. You just got further and further, and they got more dense and dense until you became across something that was basically a wall. Yeah. And there are corpses littered in the yeah. wall, in the and water. And so she's asking, does she have to go over? For clarity's sake, is it that you have to go under the wall. And under swim the wall. Through. Yeah. Okay, okay, swim okay, 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 okay. You have to go through my sister. Ah. Swim through the path. Thank you. That was yep. the clarity needed. Yep. And uh, there are many, many bodies in in the water. All right. I'm having flashbacks, and I'm not happy about this. All right. Uh, quick question. Um, does the water hurt? Do you want to get 
I, do, I don't understand this place quite well. Is this water going to hurt? And then I got a follow up. It doesn't hurt me. Oof. All right, that's a brat answer, and you know it. Are the bodies down there going to do anything? Hmm. Consider. <laughs> I don't like I'm that it wasn't an instant. That. No. I don't answer that. Hmm. No. Or not to. You. Uh, uh, uh. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. I'm from you. I had a question and that answer so changed. It'll actually it. not to you or your group. Okay, 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 okay. What is your name? There's no reply. Okay. Uh, you know what? Rookie mistake. That's on me. Shouldn't you have asked a name in the family. me Mother. All right. Um, just so you know, that was probably not a good answer for someone like me. Um, I'm going. I'm going to call you Thorny. Uh, so Thorny, we're going to do that. What awaits us on the other side? My sister. That's what I thought. All right. Okay, thank you so much. You've been barely a help. Have a wonderful day. I'm going to drop speak with plants before it has a chance to retort. Okay. Okay, so we're going to have to swim under the wall. And there's a bunch of bodies down there. I've got an idea. I've got an idea before you panic. Truly. I know you like to do that. I am an anxious person. I've got to think about it for a second as if I was checking a rule book. Uh, where, where the hell is that power? Please tell me I have it prepped. <laughs> where the hell? There it is. Jesus. Uh, would you say that uh, invisible, mindless, shapeless, medium force uh, needs to breathe? What are you casting? Unseen servant. I mean, no, it's an unseen servant. Look, I don't... Mm. <laughs> you two are fey, so do, I have to check things. Do you uh, tell us that it called itself mother? I, I am going to say, so um, and uh, so that thing, mm. not helpful. Mm. Total bitch. Mm. Uh, it, it said that we could call it mother. That's a hag hierarchy term. Yeah, I gathered, since you keep saying mother of all hags, I figure a mother is yeah, kind of a... Yeah, uh, grandmother is top, then you have mother and auntie. Yeah, oh, no, that's, auntie, that's a hag like thing. the one you all keep talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. All right, um, well, hold on, let I me just grab... i myself with something. Let me just grab just Reginald real quick. A while and just start... So what's... Uh, what's I'm going to take uh, a piece of string and wood and just one second, Reginald, and cast... Unseen Servant, and I'm going to instruct Reginald to go down into the water directly in front of us and clear, like, push through the bodies to try and clear a little. Not, like, clear the path all the way, but go... 
You know the the, the fucking the cow thing on the front of a train. Yes. I want Reginald to be our cow thing. Cow killer. Cow killer. Cow trap, kill, also, yeah. snowplows snow exist. I don't oh. know that word. <laughs> uh, the first thing that you notice. Is everybody diving into the water? Yeah. Uh, Without a second I, got, I, need more, I need like seven more minutes, please. You have seven minutes. Seven minutes goes by. What are, what are you doing? I, I have covered myself in oil of slipperiness. I am affected by the freedom of movement spell for the next eight hours. Love it. Would anyone love like it, to get it. into the hole? Not necessarily the most confident swimmers, but good at holding their breath. I can hold my breath. I don't want to swim. Wait, don't you know how to swim now? Just because I know how doesn't mean I like it. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, Thomas, how confident are you feeling about swimming? Can I uh, hold on to someone's back? You can absolutely hang on to mine. These old bones don't have what they used to. Yeah. Wrap your hands in my backpack like this. Last right. time we did it didn't end well. I Tell collect me when my rope. I know. How dark is it in the water? Dark. Okay. Uh, It's not not like going in and it's murky, but you can only see like maybe 10, 15 feet before it becomes like, it's not like full silt. Like you just, it is dark. dark. It's lake water. Yeah, you can see in dark vision, but it has murkiness because it's a swamp. So yeah, Yeah. lake water Um, is the the best analogy. Do we we need light? Gonna make a little. Uh, oh, I don't like this, but okay. Tensor's floating disc. Okay. Now we're both in the Place the hole on top of it. Allow anyone who wishes to get into the hole to get into said hole. And before I close it, I say, anyone else? Wait. How long do we have in the hole? I thought you can't breathe in the hole. You closes. can't. You can't, you can't breathe underwater. But you can't breathe underwater either. Yeah. And so I'm going in the hole. Station in the hole. And I can swim very fast. Um, we can hug if you want. Actually, why don't you go through and everybody else just get in the hole? Because you can. Or actually, two well, people should go through yeah, because right. you get stuck. In case I get taken out. Right, well, and I'm sticking with uh, Reginald so I can tell him what to do. Okay, so hole. Reginald. Who else is going in the hole? Bees in the hole. Petunia, you going in the hole? Do you want to hang out in the hole with us, Petunia? All right. All right. Girl party in the hole. All right. As the three of you enter into the hole. I um, wait until we all seem like we're about ready to go. I'll, I'll stay out here. Okay. Okay. Petunia will stay out there. I look for alcohol. <laughs> I'm going to keep Petunia so close to me hole. behind Reginald. Oh, damn it. And then I'm going to cast uh, Alter Self to aquatic form. Yep. Close the hole real quick <gasps> on Thomas on my back and shoot underwater. You don't immediately begin to suffocate. Just so you Taking that big like, deep like, breath. Like as as Stacia holds, holds her breath, uh, Harold uh, or uh, V, you you like you're still breathing. It, there, it doesn't oh, like instantly that instantly cut off <laughs> as, as you notice V, but Stacia's like holding her breath. Honestly, that's probably best. <laughs> and, uh, all right, so with with that... Shark form, yep. Vinley starts going. All right, Harold and Petunia, I need athletics checks from you. Great. 
And before Karina, we go underwater, well. I'm going to turn to you Pardon? and I'm going to say, uh, we can do this. Athletics. I'm going to keep you this safe way. no matter what. I promise. Have a do we do a hold? Pardon? Do we do a hold breath check? Nope, not yet. So I was I was letting Harold finish. Uh, I said unless you were doing something to keep yourself the ability to breathe underwater. Oh or, no 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 no. Or swim up, up, up water or swim speed up. Thanks, babe. <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> um, all right. This is decent. It's all good. Uh, what'd you get, Karina? Fourteen. Okay, Harold. Seven. Okay. Petunia. I got a 12, but with this inspiration, I got a 22. <laughs> oh, wait. Guidance. 15. Harold. Oh, and you have... Swim speed and I can... No, I'm okay. Uh, yeah, and well, you have Thomas. Yeah. Yes. Harold, you would have been grabbed, but you got that oil of slipperiness, baby. Yeah! <laughs> I'm like a fish. I'm like an oily fish. Yeah. yeah, it's like trying to hold a fish, and like, as these corpses, like, try... Or... I... <laughs> I don't know why, but I'm so angry all of a sudden. Um, Harold, for some reason, you just keep, like, every time one of these corpses grabs you, you look at them, and another one grabs you, and another one grabs you, but it's just, like, somehow, like, pushing you along. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. You just can't hold on, but it's pushing you in the right direction. Uh, As you continue forward, um, those of you who are not in a portable hole, the water starts to get very, very cold. Very, very cold. Um, as you begin to go to surface, the corpses that are trying are slowly becoming more and more encased in ice. And as you go to the top, solid ice. Okay. Reginald, can you punch that, please? It just, you hear a little tapping, but Mm it... Um, I will... Got it. Um... we can't breathe, right? Like we are trapped. Absolutely, hundred percent. How f- how far of a distance is this icy wall here? Uh, trying to, you could spend your energy and time looking for an opening, or you could spend your energy and time making an opening. Whoa. Metal your leg. That's a great idea. Wait, it's gonna be painful. What if I hold on? Or something that you can. <coughs> Well, no, Ray, Ray raises a great point. I think when she says it telepathically, Harold doesn't think twice. I'll cast... Oh, wait, is he- heat metal might have a verbal component. Heat metal on his leg. Well, if we're in the telepathic bond, that means V can hear all this, right? But that'll damage you. you, you guys, you're not on the same plane anymore. Oh, I'm in a different plane. Yep. So just me and Seisha, I guess. Yeah, it's got a verbal component. Instead, if it looks far enough ahead that I can fireball without hurting anybody. I'm so glad I'm I, in the hole. I have guiding bolt <laughs> if we want to do that instead. What? Guiding bolt. I will drill, drill through it. I will remind Ethan of a new feat you just took. Oh, right. <laughs> Holy shit. I love you're this so, You're so correct. If you don't want to, if you don't want a guiding bolt, you don't have to. I, I can cast without using a verbal component. Oh. Oh hey. Oh yeah. As you hear a little song start humming in your ear. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I will <coughs> grit my teeth and cast heat metal on my foot, 
and push my metal leg through the ice. Yeah, you do. That's a great <laughs> idea. Alright, so yeah. you'll go ahead and roll roll your heat yeah, metal damage, damage on yourself, and you'll take that. It's like Kylo Ren just like sticking it through the door. Yep, yep. And, <laughs> and you foot saber uh, the ice hole. <laughs> Okay. Oh my god, why do I have to roll so good? The ice hole. Uh, we miss I you, Abe. I took 11 damage from that. Okay. Um, but uh, without any further rolls and stuff like that, you, using using that ingenuity, are able to cut open this hole enough for people to squeeze through. It is not a large hole. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> As I burst yeah. through the water, I say out loud, I'm the last one through, as I come out, I'm like, is that what I do to people? Fuck, that hurts! <laughs> I'm gonna healing word here. Alright, and... I'm gonna pop up, slam down the hole okay. as I climb out of the water. And as you're climbing out of this water, it does not feel solid. No, shit, you're, You are pushing against mud, but you feel your torso squeezing out of ice, and you look upon a marshland... Swear to God. Dead trees. There isn't around you. This is almost like a glade, but it's a glade of Widowmakers. Um, And as you unravel the portable hole uh, (laughs) and open it up to where the other two can climb out. (gasps) He pops out. (laughs) He looks around and goes, the fuck? How did we end up here? As everybody makes your way, you can see uh, there are pockets of water, pools surrounding fallen, rotting trees and just tall grass patches and just boggy-like ground. The pool's all covered in that, like, vibrant green scum. And in the center of the glade is the back of an old, rotting house. And that is where we're going to take a break. Oh, no. Oh, man, we're coming up on my favorite part. Uh, Give me a second and I'll get you a drink so you can listen to the rest. And we're back. Welcome. Uh, The party has traversed pretty far into the Mercandraw. There's been trials, tribulations, some friends, some foes, some bugs, some woes. A lot of ridiculousness. Yep. (laughs) Some feeble-mindedness. Yep, um, but, but you now all find yourselves in a marshy glade, and at the center of this glade, there is an old, ratty, hobbled together, dark bog wood constructed house. There is a thatched roof on top, but it is not clean thatch of like fresh straw and hay it is this mildewy moldy moss that drapes over and although you are looking at the back of this hut you can see two cages kind of hanging off the front edge corners of the house have every reason to believe this is Grandma Mama's house? You can definitely infer that. I guess it's time. 
I'm gonna put on the morbid makeup. Okay. What does your fae form look like? <sighs> the goblin. <laughs> no, not the goblin. No, it did not look like the goblin. My fae form uh, looks like a dapperly dressed individual um, who's like basically like his skin is sort of like the carapace of the back of a beetle. It's slightly shiny. Um, I twist bits of my hair together into like thin little lines that stretch along the back of his head to make it look like antenna that are pulled they're slicked back with my hair um i will my fingers will as they get closer to the bottoms will become darker um and but they're still like that shiny kind of beetle carapace on the back and um i think that'll be it um but i look sort of like I look like somebody that would... I just look like a bug. It's what I know the best about the Fey world, so I look mostly like a walking bug. A bug solicitor. Got it. Yep. <laughs> uh, I'm going to cast Aid at a fourth level. Okay. On, um... Let's do Petunia, Thomas, and Harold. What does that do? Uh, your maximum hit points increased by 15. Oh my god! <laughs> that helps. I'm Remember up to 5 maximum above again. my normal maximum. Okay, I'm not mad anymore. You said? Yeah, 15. Um, B wants to stop the group. What? Yeah. Oh, oh, stop oh. Stop the group. I thought you said stab the group. <laughs> yeah. It's no, me. I've, I've the that one. the whole time. <laughs> Sorry. Could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> you it thought was, it was boss. It was Vio Miliana all along. <laughs> Vio Miliana. <laughs> it was me. Okay. Uh, B. Vio. Anyways, um, so. Anywho, <laughs> she's going to stop the group and be like, hey, guys. This might be the house where the hag lives. Or the hag. She whispers. I just wanted to... She looks down at her necklace, kind of muttering to herself, like, man, I couldn't be, like, literally anything else. <laughs> Anyways, I would just really like to give a, um inspirational speech for you. This will be while uh, Harold's putting on the makeup. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I'll be... <laughs> It's a duo. Progress. <laughs> He's got to get ready and then it comes on. All right. So I'm like, all right. So um, this has been leading up to a big thing this whole time. Remember forever ago, we just met and there we had a really bad time in the swamp. And um, we tried to have a better time, but we didn't. So we're here now. And you know what? This time we're, we're more prepared. We're more knowledgeable. We know way more than we did. Think about your brain and how it was set 
back when we first did swamps. We first did the the hag the hag hags house. I don't know if she likes that term. Um, I think they're and, fine with uh, being called hags. And like, just think about it. We're so much more prepared. We're cooler. We look cooler. References to everybody's outfits. You know. I'm wearing and, the same um, outfit. And I think we can do it this time. You know, last time was just practice for this time, because now we got it down, because we rehearsed a lot. Just that was a lovely speech. Thank you. And she just slowly is like, okay, and like steps back and just kind of looks down because she gets like public speaking embarrassment every time she does this. Just remember that every deal a hag makes is designed to make you suffer. Right. And then everybody gets 10 temporary hit points. Ooh. There you go. Is that what it is? If yeah. I remember correctly? Yeah. Yep, okay, yeah. Sorry. I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. Ray's uh, real life Petunia. I'm real life Petunia. I was just trying to plug something and I'm so, so, so sorry. Oh my God. It's just Alex. It's fine. Happy birthday. I'm gonna get muted. (laughs) (laughs) I've had phones on too. It's me too. Okay, everybody is uh, healed 10 temporary hit points. Not healed, but everybody gets healed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Do you include the old man in that inspirational speech? Thomas. How many people are here? Because it only goes up to a certain amount of people. Oh, uh, does it? Okay. There's six in your party. I think it's six. Yeah, I think it's six. So uh, I think okay. I would just have it go to the party because I want to include good. myself. Okay. I'm inspiring myself. Sounds great. <laughs> okay. Um, now that Harold is in full bug form, what are you doing? Well, I've, I have no choice but to go forth and make some deals. Gotta do whatever it takes. We're gonna make deals. Did you want to fight her? No, I thought we were just gonna tell her. Well, we're going to do everything we have to do to make this happen, and I have an idea. Okay. I believe in you. I trust you. Thank you. And I still have Reginald, I think. How long have, How long did it take us to get through under the wall? You, you still have him. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because he, he last 10 minutes or an hour? Hour. hour yeah. Oh, yeah, you, you definitely have him. Okay. You have your invisible servant. I'm just going to kind of hang at the back. Then I still have Alter's self up, so I'm going to have um, a more bestial appearance. I... <laughs> All right. I feel like right. we're better off being as honest as possible. This is my magic. Claws grow out. Oh, okay. Okay. You, as you, are you all heading together? Yep. All right. Um, As you start to go towards this hut, you can see movement at the edges of the tree line that is kind of surrounding this meadow where it gets back into thick, dense forest, or a swamp. Um, you can see, say I'd say you see it first and then Karina and Vinley and then eventually everyone, just these large crane-like birds 
that just kind of move through. And then and as they just look over, you notice that their faces are human. Mouths stretched back, long, thin, beak protrudes. You see, like, folds of skin, like, pulled back as, like, this beak is coming out of their throat. And it is long. It's, like, sticking out, like, a full person's arm's length as they are just picking and needling their way through the woods. Yep, you see one, like, kind of pulling on a worm caught. It's not a worm. And then it snaps it up, and you see an eyeball with a string strand behind it flip up, and it guzzles it down. Just keeps moving. Harold, as you move forward, what are you doing? Well, my hat is going to take the form of, um, let's see. What's something I, I've seen, they all wear hoods, right? Uh, not all hags wear hoods. You would have seen that in the forest. Um, you know, I'll make myself look like a dapper gentleman with a nice big top hat. And then I will take the two strands I've made to look like antenna and pull them through two holes so that they're resting on top of the hat. Okay. Okay, Harold, you're really adorable right now. Thanks. It's true. <clears throat> As you walk towards this hut, it's weird because you know you're walking around it and it never changes for any of you as well but it shifts to always be having its back towards you after a while of this and what you you everybody would still see the back you could even make a full round around it and make your way back to the party Okay. Harold will pause and look around and we'll be like, <clears throat> okay, we gotta, here we go. Hang on. And I'll be like, Harold, Grandmother, wait. are you there? I wish to have a conversation. It's been a very difficult journey. Yep. Um, <clears throat> is the old man still on your back? Or did uh, you let him down? If he would like to continue to be on my back, I see no problem with it, but I can't, can't carry Im- him. I can't imagine he weighs anything. He less than a hundred, but it's still carrying around a, um, a sack of potatoes. I am very weak. Yep. <laughs> but I do have Finley, Alter him, Self. Put him in the back with me. In the back? I'll defend him. In, in the back, back of the coop. Back. <laughs> Put him in the bag. <laughs> no, not the bag. I yeah. Put the old man in the uh, bag. <laughs> so, while while we can like, you can maneuver him while y'all are getting ready, and V is doing her speech. But you said he's on your back now, Sage. No, he's he's with me in the. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Yeah. yeah. And then you would hear this as he. Your back, your back to the woods. Your face to face. Come face me. And you hear, as you see, not legs, but roots up in themselves and twist. And you hear, 
as wood begins to creak and you see in the middle these roots of this hut turn and shift before the whole thing towers over you like this massive spider-like creature made standing upon these massive roots embedded into the ground and you see the swinging cages of where there's corpses inside you can see from the underneath just almost like shriveled and decayed chicken legs just curled up underneath this hut which now moves on these vine-like spider legs Mm. I slowly turn and look at Thomas and he just kind of just this frail old man that seems hunched doesn't seem to acknowledge your look How, how did you know to say that you asking me? No, yeah. I ask him. Uh, Thomas. Oh. I don't know. You helped me. So I thought I'd help you. Thank you very much, Thomas. What are you doing, Harold? I will look up to the building and I will say. Grandmother, I presume? Obviously, this is my first time in the Merkin draw. Okay. I would like to scope out Thomas. And I don't know whether this would be an insight thing or a trying to see if there's an illusion thing. I am concerned Thomas is Baba Yaga, and we're getting tested. Okay. Um. Or played with? I will tell you it is not an illusion, so that would be even if you rolled, you would not get it. Okay. You can roll an insight. It will be a very high DC. Okay. I would have advantage because I'm trying to see Mm -hmm. if there's a lie here. Mm -hmm. Just making sure. Thirty. Okay. Nice. Okay, cool. Uh, Thirty? Yeah. Thomas is a fake creature. At least that's what you think. It's the best you could come up with. Okay. Um. <clears throat> Stay back here with me, Thomas. We'll keep you safe. Um. And over the um, link, just so everyone knows. I'm like 99% sure Thomas is Faye. I'm a little concerned that Thomas is Baba Yaga in disguise. But my ancestors said he was cool. That that may be so. They said it was good for us. They said it was good for us to bring him. 
but that doesn't mean he's Avian in disguise. I, I know. I know. Because I, I feel like my ancestors would like maybe pick up on that level of but like. But here's here's what I'm thinking. We're being tested by Baba Yaga, and if we hadn't gotten Thomas out of the mud, and we hadn't brought Thomas with us to keep them safe, we could be failing Baba Yaga's test. So bringing him with us was the right thing to do. Okay. Okay. Just, I, I could be completely wrong, but... I am 99% sure he's Bay. That's a lot of insight from some spirits. If it's that complicated. That's also a surprisingly good-natured test from her. Well, sometimes she helps, sometimes she hurts. True. true. Uh, And Harold, with your exclamation out into the glade towards this house... It steps forward a little and lowers itself, and you hear the creaking groan. As almost this house is a creature itself, and the door opens with this, like, ear-piercing creak. Mm. Just... You hear around, it keeps creaking. <laughs> you hear a reply or a, someone speaking to you from the darkness. I am Bobariaga. Hello, what brings you to my festering abode? Do you come here of your own free will or? Did the Archfey of Changing send you? (laughs) I see you read me right away. No, no, this is my own free will. I did make a deal a long time ago with these people around me in order to all come together and see see you to speak with you. Also, I want to make a I want to make a note. I am working extremely hard to never lie. Okay, you can then trade a deal with all these people. (laughs) Yep. You answered one question, but not my first. What brings you to my fist during a bond? Well, we've been made aware that there is a hag who is going against the very nature of what it is to be one, and we wanted to make you aware of that situation. A certain anti-Agnes. You're saying one of my children has turned against me or her own ways I have blessed her with. That's what I believe is true, yes. Uh, You see, she has allied herself with a very dangerous elder evil. We're hoping that by bringing you this information, you may be able to set things a little right and maybe it is our understanding that there is a large book we were hoping to perhaps have her name stricken from that book. No more, no less. <laughs> you fake creature, you come to me and ask uh, so boldly. You are either uh, bold in spirit or stupid. I've been called both many a time. Honored grandmother, we brought you this information to do with as you will. 
A gift for Baba Yaga. You want nothing in return. You say you want name stricken from book. Oh, it would... It's not something we want. We just assumed that would be the next course of action. But I have no means of knowing what it is you do. I'm just interested in seeing things change. <laughs> Much like the one that gives you power, your archfey. The changing tricky one. How do I know you're not tricking me? My word is my vow. So you want to speak in truth and, and make our words vows? Over the I can speak in truth. Do we still have the telepathic bond up? Oh, yeah. Over the telepathic bond, I'm going to tell Harold. Tell her what you told her about Antiagnus three times. I will... I will say to her, I will, I will say, if you'd like to, yes. And I will repeat what I said twice more about Antiagnus. What proof beyond your assumed truth from your tongue do you have that she is no longer one of my own? I have this. Um, With this, you hear this. Then you see reaching out from the door these long, bony-like fingers, much larger than you were expecting. It just wraps around the edge of the porch, and then the other one reaches out and does the same, very slowly, bones popping and cracking on every movement. And you, as it, Pulls out, and you see this mane of white, wild, almost barely their string like hair that just falls down around this face that peers out almost. Translucent like flesh, so old and sagging. Face, although sagging, looks like almost. You've seen Voss's body. It almost looks like that, but not that she was burned, but more so just hideous disfigurement. You see one eyebrow arched up, and there's this black milky cataract and another one that just looks to be like pulled away and scarred you can see this grin that kind of twists up a nose that is kind of like smushed flat and up kind of almost like it has been severed and when she grins and smiles you see just rows of dark iron she mashes together Sasha is not trying to hide her fear or her emotions. She is being completely transparent. Yep. 
um, as she continues, like, pulls out, there's that again, that just <laughs> scraping sound as she pulls, dragging almost like the lower half of her body, this iron cauldron that she just pulls and pushes up and sits on top of the porch, still inside of it arms moving up to rest on the side of the cauldron. You can see her flesh, bony, bones protruding out of just a saggy, gnarled, pot-marked, mold-ridden just flesh as she just, again, just peers out and looks directly at you, Seisha. And... You were once died to one of my children, this Auntie Agnes. What a foolish girl you were. Yes, I was. (laughs) And a foolish girl you remain, seeking me out. Nearly gave your entire self in pursuit of knowledge. And that knowledge cost you what? Everything in return. I see your pain. I savor it. How many times must you learn that knowledge comes with a price? All things must be reciprocated in equal or greater weight. However, unlike your petty, silent goods. She looks towards you, and then towards Vinley, and then Petunia, and even Harold. I do not give my secrets and wisdom away for free. I will if you can shoulder the weight, so please do tell me what knowledge you wish to know. Did we want knowledge, or we just wanted this problem taken care of? She's paying us back for telling her. But there's going to be a thorn in it. Can we just... Confirmation? Call it, call it a gracious gesture and request no, no payment? No. What about confirmation when it is done? No. It seems you have something you want, Asia. It needs to be a question that is weighty, but irrelevant. Like the knowledge of her name being stricken from a book after it's done? No, because that's assuming she will strike the name from the book. We cannot assume she will do anything because she will not appreciate You're that. sticking so, da- so much time to answer. Can't Are we just... you all speaking inside your heads? Uh... Yes. <sighs> yes, we did not wish to accidentally insult you. She kind of sits down and further into this uh, 
Mortimer and this this iron pestle that she holds, and you can see like wafting around her is this just almost automated, magically automated uh, broom that is brushing around, especially anywhere that she has traveled. So on an out of pay level, she's asking us to ask her question. I know, I know, the, I know. You have gifted her with knowledge, and I will remind you all, especially Petunia, Faye, especially Arch Faye, hate, hate being owing dad. things. Thomas's name. That's a great question. It's a good question. What about? I'm okay with there that. is. Yeah. Uh, sorry. You have reservations. No, if it's if it's Auntie Agnes's name being stricken, what we truly want, could we simply not ask to know what outcome she ultimately decides upon? I will clarify. What she is she is asking, like, what knowledge can I give you in mm-hmm. for knowledge and trade? Mm-hmm. The striking the name would be something completely different. That is an no, action. No, 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 no. That's okay. More the question would be, could you just let us know what you decide to do about this? That's that's that, more what that is really vague, and could lead to something like her telling us, but the knowledge drives us mad. I think asking instead of I think Thomas's, Thomas's name, name, we should ask Thomas's true identity. Because it's something big, but in the I've, grand scheme of things, irrelevant, right? I agree. V? Um, yeah. I, uh... uh. Is there something else you want to know? No, no, I'm all right. No, you're not. Ask her if she's been corrupted by the Elder Eye. If Agnes has? That's her. The woman we are talking to. No, I don't think that's a good question. Very well. Decide yourselves. I think the name. Okay. Um, this gentleman in our company is new to us, and he does not know his name. And we would take that in return. Names have so much power. The reason he does not have name is because he gave it to me. That's not true. He has a name. A name given. I know it is Thomas. The reason why I know is because he is my black knight, of course. Sure. Yep. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. That was a very kind Thank you for the answer. You. Thank you. And before when you heard the, the creaking and popping of like old man bones, it's now the scraping of plate mail. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now you ask another thing of me. You ask uh, striking from book. You know this word. Uh, cause my children to lose power. This is 
direct attack against my children, although you say in your own truth, and I believe you, that she is no longer mine. What proof you have, and I may strike this name, but what favor this is, is a grand gesture of Baba Yaga. Understandable. She, to clarify what she said, she's asking for proof? Uh, yeah, you said, you mentioned that you would like a name stricken from the book. She mm-hmm. mentioned how powerful and what kind of ask that is. And although she believes Harold's truth, because Harold believes it to be true, that's the way truth works. Mm-hmm. What is the proof? What if I, what if, what if I gave her the encoded thoughts of Agnes coming through the portal? I know what she looks like now, and I know Hags better than anyone. I don't mind forgetting it. Someone else, if I need to know, can always tell me about it later. This is an insignificant memory to me. I think it's a good idea. Yeah, I agree. Okay. And so I will, wait, wait. I will cast encode thoughts and I will pull that image of, of Elder Agnes in the, in the, the forest as, <laughs> from my, <laughs> from my head. <laughs> and I will like, kind of like, kind of inch forward and be like, this is. Uh, as you pull it out and you go like this, moving so fast like a blink of an eye. She is right in front of you. And it's just like... (laughs) Just like... Sucks it in. And in a blink of another eye, she's back on the porch. It's hard to tell. Yeah, but it wasn't like a misty step. It was almost like in that you could see flashes of her crawling, moving, Uh. dragging that cauldron with her through the air down to you so quick. It's almost, did you imagine that? Sort of that realization of how fast she can be when she wants to be. Yeah. Yeah. And you see any part, like she crawled herself through the air as it's floating. um, And if it were to land. You remember it landing on the ground? Or do you do you not remember it landing on the ground? Because there's no impression of it there as the broom follows behind. His heart is pounding. And she just smacks her lips. And just as she does, there it's like chewing bubble gum that's Bands like tar in between her teeth, black ichor just dribbling down her chin, dripping down as she just savors the memory. I need you to go into detail about this black ichor. It's not that black ichor. Cool, there go is... on. <laughs> it's not silvery. No. Okay. Um, Do I forget it? Yes. you have given me. I see that she has corrupted me deal with something else, much like night hags. She has bound herself to an elder evil. I know. Known as the. I not care for elder evils. I can go to another world. 
as she's playing on that memory of what Petunia saw, what the emotion was in that moment, knowing that this is a world-ending threat. Automatically just... Yeah. You can go to other worlds? (sighs) A child born beyond the stars. A wanderer much like myself. Haunted by questions of past and feeling unsure of future. Yes, I wander worlds. What if a world's gone? If world is gone, I not go there, of course. Nothing to go to. This ability you have, is that something only you can do? You're asking me lots of questions. What do I get in return? I'll give you a memento of a world gone that you can no longer go to. Reina, what you doing? Please, Karina. What memento do you want to give, Baba Yaga? She'll reach in. She pulls out a marble figure. This was the king of my land. And like this arm stretches out, just wicked fast, grabs it, snatches it from your hand. Ask question again, what one know? Is it possible to learn the ability to go to other worlds? Mm, This ability is very dangerous for someone like you. (laughs) I understand. We need to stop making deals. I know one. I understand the deal I just made. Little pipsqueak, play loot, and she, uh, wander world to world, made wish. I understand, thank you. Do you want me to strike this name from the book? Yes. Very well. What do you give Baba Yaga? I know exactly what I want to give you. (laughs) I've had it planned for some time. It is something extremely dear to me. A gift. Mm -hmm. It is wondrous. It is very rare. It is something you cannot find anywhere else. It is the only one. I guarantee you, it suits your business extremely well. Children will love it. Do not lie to me. Oh, I am not lying. Everything I say is truth. I will also say striking name. Helping in this safe world. This big favor from Bubba Yaga. I ask something from each of you. Okay. You take time. Think about what you want to give. What is this magical thing you want to give me so precious? I'm afraid, Baba Yaga, that if I say it out loud, I'll think twice about giving it. And if I look at it, I'm afraid I won't want to hand it over. It is that important to me. And then you hear in your head... You can take something from everyone. 
You hear in your head. Now. Okay. You hear in your head. Then tell me privately, fake creature. I consider for a moment, and I think back and say, I've been burned by hags before, and you being the greatest, most magnificent of them all, I'm worried to tell you. But I can assure you, everything I've said about it is extremely true, and you would want it. You would very much want it. If I find this lacking or something that I already have or do not want, I tell you now, Bugman, I will curse you. I assure you, everything I've said about it is true, 100%. If that sounds like something you want, I will give it to you in exchange. My word is my vow. I have not lied to you. He has also said its value three times. So be it. I want to know what your others want. (coughs) I will reach into my bag. It is all 100% true. Lauren Urban, I'm so sorry. (gasps) Yep. I will reach in and pull out my lullabies of lore and set it down in front of her. It is a wondrous item. It is very rare. You can't fight it in this world, and kids love it. Mm-hmm. All 100% true. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Oh, that's okay. Lauren says it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I figure if Orkira knew that I was using this to save the world, she'd be like, well, damn. I mean, what can you do, Harold? You did the right thing. (laughs) Um, And she'll skitter around her hut and basically, like, crawl. Now hanging upside down, you see the, uh, the mortar just kind of like almost attached to the bottom of her uh, the front porch and uh, will again reach more slowly and you can hear the bones creaking and breaking extending further and further as her hand and fingers begin to elongate and just pluck this book up and then bring it and set it into the uh little bowl, the iron bowl she's sitting in, and then, like, kicks off with the pestle, and then, like, floats and drags it back to the top. That is one. I know what I want to give you. And, uh, Vinley opens her hands, and she's holding this twisted mass of rivets. Um, that glow much like uh, petunias and code thoughts. She holds it out and it looks almost like a Jericho flower. And she whispers before this to it, 
I'm, I will find you again. I offer you the memory of someone I love who is dead. I will never be able to bring her back if you take this. Her name was Alina Silvermoon. This is every memory I have of that person. This seems like gift for yourself, too. No. No, no, no. Don't say no. You're trying to rid self of pain. Forget hurt you caused. Baba Yaga, let me be very clear about something right now. I have been in pain my entire life. I've gotten used to it. I'm not going to give it away to the most powerful hag in existence just to be rid of it. Dear, you think you've overcome hardships, but you still have yet so much more pain to endure. Yes, I do. Mm. She's not giving away pain. Uh, She's giving away hope. I'm giving you love. She's giving away much more, but also (laughs) ridding herself. I will take this. I will take this, but I will leave you... Sasha, be quiet. I will leave you with the memory of her death alone. Knowing it was your fault. You not know who she is or why this hurts, but you will be left with hurt. But I'll take all the memory you give with it. Isn't that right? Let me specify you're not giving love. I'm not giving you my emotion of love, Baba Yaga. You tricky, tricky one. I almost had you. (laughs) You are very tricky, isn't it right? You like to seed pain. Uh, Pain is fun. (laughs) Pain you seed yourself, no less. Isn't that true? I hurt whoever I want to. You hurt your friends. I have. You still do a secret you've been keeping from others. A promise made in cowardice, isn't that right, Star Child? Do you want it or not? I take this gift. Toss it up. Shall's taken. <laughs> As she does, like, consuming it, you can see almost this look of ecstasy as she just uh, almost bathes in the memory. And with every smack, you forget every little bit more until all that remains is the memory of leaving her to die at the base Black Tower. She uh, does a little curtsy and is still within visible range, but is separating herself from the group and looking away. That is two. Only four more to go in the Night Strike name from book. Or you could walk away now. 
What if I don't care if you strike the name or not? Why you not care? I can feel your pain, your sorrow, your hate. Your vengeance. I'll take care of her in my way. <laughs> like you've done so well so far. I'm growing stronger. Foolish girl. You know what my knights do. She looks at former Thomas. Now standing before you is this six and a half foot tall, unmoving statue of a man in deep black full plate from head to toe, not an inch of flesh seen. You can see like the protrusion of sharp blades and pitted metal just covering him. Um, and just in every, like, the pauldrons coming off, there's just these gnarly, wicked, like, you know, fins and stuff, you know, things that every point of the, there's more crevices and peaks to this sharp-looking armor uh, than there should be. The only thing you see from within the armor are these two dreadful red eyes. I know that it's not certain what they do, that they may be representative of heroes on a journey or the passage of a mortal life or that they may be your judge, jury, and executioner. Mm, You are talking about fairy tales until you got to truth. You are right. They are judge, jury, and executioner. And her eyes whip towards the Dark Knight as she says the last one. What do you think happens when I strike name from someone who has turned against me? I honestly don't know. Would you like to find out? No, I don't feel like that is something that I need to find out. I am here to give you that information. In turn, you informed me who he is. So you waste a life memory and a precious totem for nothing. They are willing and interested. I tell you already, I'd not strike book unless all give. I could make whole world give for helping save. But I make it just six. Seem fair to Bubba Yoga. Incredibly fair. I'll need a moment to think. <coughs> Take all the time you need. It means nothing here. <laughs> the last three, what do you offer me? Uh, 
Petunia's kind of oddly looking through her bag and honestly seems kind of at a loss. Um, she has, hasn't answered yet, but she's like, like as this has been going on, she's sort of just kind of like digging and being like, I don't, I don't know what to give. I can make suggestion. You all are striking in your looks much more than I. Do not flatter me with smoke of buttocks because I know it true. Uh, uh, timeless beauty could be given, uh, ageless wisdom, conditioned strength, youthful imbarness, uh, robust health, or brilliant intellect. Mechanically, to clarify, she's saying that we can essentially give a stat, give a, a cripple to one of one of our stats. Can you rephrase that? Uh, yeah. A detriment. Permanent minus. Yes, you are correct. <clears throat> a detriment to one of your stats. Does it have to be a stat we're like specifically proficient in? Otherwise, it won't seem like a gift, like out of play. Or does it? Could it be any stat? Could be any. She did not specify wh- who had to give what. Because everybody has to get something. <laughs> Look, there's six stats. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, I guess I don't need to be the most dexterous person. Out of play before you make this decision. Out of play <laughs> before you make this decision. I will say this is rough. Going down in it your deck hurts. Big time. It hurts your this AC. Will not be a small change, guys. Hurts your AC. Hurts your initiative. I mean, I uh, get advantage on initiative. My initiative's expect- already like one. I would expect it to probably be like a minus eight to ten at least. For initiative? No, to your decks. Like this is going to yeah. be a big hit, and. When you lose decks, you go into negatives potentially on initiative. Oh, God. I know. That's how I've rolled my, zeros. <laughs> my thing is, is, like, I'm looking at all the deck stats and there's, like, skills and they're just not. I mean, I'm already bad at stealth. Like, there's not much. Okay. Uh, I, feel like I will I'd be really, really be losing if I had a really, really low deck stat. I will also say that she does seem to be very uh, accepting of very personal, emotionally attired items. Mm-hmm. Memories, yes. things of that nature. I'm going to say to the group, or I'm going to say to not Petunia, because she wasn't there at the time, give up the gifts I gave you. Um, when we first met, no. Because we'll lose the things that you were trying to convey to us. Anything we give over is going to be twisted in the worst possible way. Don't give anything (coughs) like 
something that's the core of who you are. Emily laughs in her head at what you just said. Um, Harold gives up his bracelet, he'll no longer be a good man. Right. So you think that if I give away Karina's gift, then like, it'll change Karina? No, No, it'll change you. Like, since the gift I gave you was a symbol of royalty, you would lose your status as Khan. Oh. You would be giving the status of Khan to Agnes. (laughs) Or not to Agnes, to uh, Baba Yaga. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was the... That's when you gave her a face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ray, check your messages. Um, it's Ray Berry. Boo, boo, doo, boo. <laughs> I, I don't know what to give other than my physical attributes. You could give a memory, but it'd have to be something very powerful. You could give... My hair? No. What? That would oh, be... I would. Mm-mm. No. She said my hair. That would be yes. permanent. Hedge magic. I know. Hedge magic. There's going to be a negative be in everything they offer. You're going to have to choose one. I don't want to make <coughs> another deal with that. is taking so long? Just uh, trying to figure out the best gifts for you. Um, Going through the Feywild, you wind up having to give a lot of gifts, so we're making sure that we give you proper ones. Fake creatures are very tricky. But you walk with one. She looks towards Yes, of course. Not a lot of... We have to have a guide. (laughs) I will telepathically speak to people and be like if there's a powerful spell you're okay with losing maybe she'll take that okay also a possibility let me see But I think whoever offers that first, she's not going to take a second one. No, I know. I Um, have another suggestion. (laughs) Possibly help give you options. You give me something from your future. (laughs) I made that mistake once. (laughs) What? How? You promise me something or someone... Oh, like an old-style witch, firstborn. This is similar to what happened with me and Agnes. I promised her knowledge. I'll be taking one of my children away, so having one in return seems like fair trade. What about, um, clairvoyance? Hmm? What about what? I could give the ability of clairvoyance to consult you know spirits that could cut you off from your ancestors no it's just I mean just the ability it it wouldn't cut her off entirely I have the spell clairvoyance okay okay sorry 
No, I realize now like how that sounded. But I was I was reading it. It says clairvoyance, consult the spirits. <laughs> it's like the tagline. Um, um I could give you this uh spell. What spell do you think you have that I do not already have something similar to? Oh, that's fair. What does it mean to you? Why are you offering it? Um. It's a good question. I don't have a good answer for it. I was, you caught me, I was trying to come up with a gift that uh, wouldn't really be that detrimental to me if I gave. <laughs> I accept your apology. Oh, perfect. Oh, that's a gift. For the transgression. I'm sorry, it was a light joke. Things are very tense, and I get very uncomfortable when things are tense. Oh, something is tense. Do you want me to play music? <laughs> oh, no, thank you. You ask for such personal items, that's a tense thing for some people. Mm. Could I give something in addition to negate someone else having to give something. You want to give something, and then they would owe you? That seems fine with me. Very well. I have a spell that I don't believe you have. What spell is that? Emily flips through her spell book and pulls out iron bones. This spell that you may or may not have will make your home even more safe from wanderers trying to get in. It is a trinket. What does it mean to you? Safety. Safety. Safety for you. You take away the irons from your home and give to mine. My home has no bones. I look at the chicken legs. <laughs> but your children who guard your home, they use bones everywhere. They tried to grab us on our way here. Wouldn't it be better if they had the grip? They are not my children. They are foolish people who make... I know what I'll get. Wrongful deals. Eh, but if this actually means something to you, then of course I accept. One person can take six detriments if they want. You take two. And we'll, like, again, just like right in your face instantly. You can feel that. And it is a fetid stench that you have to like, hold back, Ugh. throwing up in your mouth. She snatches it. And just devours it. There you go. Uh, One person does not make a deal. 
yeah. and you, okay. you said you knew what you wanted yeah. to do. Okay. That is three. No. Now that I taste that is four. You say you have something to give now. You said it can be something in the future, correct? If it is something that you have, yes, but your world is ending, so what do you offer? I will offer you, for the term of a year and a day in the mortal realm, to serve as one of your knights upon my death. My final death. But I can be brought back until my spirit is too weak to cross the threshold again. And you cannot speed that along. I don't need to be dexterous. (laughs) So be it. And she will come up and place her hand upon your forehead and you feel a curse be etched onto your soul. Upon your final death, I will have you for a year in the day to have the four horsemen. Oh, I just fucked up, (laughs) y'all. I let Holler in on our deals. And you just made I meant to replace one of the knights. I wasn't. Nope. Congratulations. Uh, That means we have to kill one of them eventually. And you. All all that Holler And you (laughs) offer. You offer. Dexterity. Dexterity. Can I offer constitution? (laughs) Youthful. Youthful limberness. Fuck. And in an instant, she is on you, and you feel her hand touch you as there's a curse, and you watch her frail body just take on the where the cracking and bending of joints and bones just now is more like it's still lithe, but moves more fluidly and smooth. There's no more pain that she's fighting through, and you watch as like Vinley or no, sorry, V just. Her form doesn't wither because it's not strength, but you feel that it's a lot more to shoulder, a lot more weight to shoulder. And V, your dex is permanently reduced to six. Jesus Christ. Uh, As a mechanical question, is that permanently reduced to six and she cannot up it on leveling up or leveling up can she can she can it's basically takes her back down to six if she were to use uh, ACIs and stuff like that to Mm -hmm. or have um, magical items and things like that to replace it. Yes. Her base dex is now a six. It's six though and I gotta figure out how to choose that. I can do it for you uh, once we finish. Between Petunia and Oh, override score. I think I figured it out. There you go. Yep, that's it. Okay. And just kind of put her hands in front of Petunia and Karina, showing that my two, my four, whatever math she did. Total of three. She said four. 
Yeah, she said yeah. four. Uh, because she was also counting on Harold's Harold, yes. So we had So I'm going to step between those two and then put my hands in front of them, showing her that we're done. Finley, it's okay. That's six. It's okay. That's full six offerings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's six. Okay. I don't think that's six. Gave up one. Oh. Makes it this. Yeah. Because Vinley would have okay. made it four. Yep. Something Seisha's else has happened. One. Oh yeah, I'm just saying. And yeah. Seisha's one, and hers is one. So. And she holds up a hand, and floating into it is this massive tome. You can see that it's just bound in flesh, and. Uh, stitched together this <laughs> uh, and she pries it open and you can see like sinew breaking as it that's fascinating and she and you can see the pages fluttering and it is as old as time you can see old barely hanging in pages start to fade to newer pages and comes to one that's about I think it was somewhere between 30 and 50 years old. I forgot exactly when she was turned at uh, Troll Skull Manor. My God. Um, And shows it to you. And with her claw, crosses out the name. There's something you do not know. An extra gift was given to me, and for that, I give you one in return. And there's this, the ground begins to shudder and shake, and you see this, like, hedge witch arcane sigil begun to... My knights, I call to thee. One, two, three. And... And you see the white knight, this one in like gallant, resplendent, gleaming white armor. The edges of just the paint barely nicking away, but it doesn't look like it's nicks. It's like silvery shine. Feathered with wings coming up, like very pure and holy looking. The next one is this pure like blood crimson red fey almost in design as you can see these antlers pouring out from its helm um and it's dripping with these uh the velvet and uh but it's all like made of uh, metal you can see just commands like red hateful arcane in one hand in this massive uh, not blood axe in the sense of hers, but blood red in the sense that it matches in his entire figure. And you also see the the black knight, knight who you see you now hear as moves the rattling of chains, and you can see that there are chains wrapped entirely around him, connected to the pommel of his great sword. And you hear this like squeltering, painful squeal of this person being forced into this, but not like an arcane gate or uh, where you call the name, and it is violent. You see like almost like skeletal form that builds in sinew, builds in flesh, builds in skin, and you can see and the hideous laugh of Auntie Agnes. She'll touch. 
grandmother found you. I hate this bitch so much. And I draw my sword. (laughs) That is where we're going to end tonight's episode. Oh, I messed up! I want to know why that's... I don't understand. There was a sixth I will let you know you will have the aid of the three knights. You have cut her health in half. You have cut away all ties to hag magic she has. You have cut away... I think it's... I have a list. I believe it's... um, half of, if not all, of her regenerative abilities. Um, She will still have her eye stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But you have so detrimentally like, hurt her. It's hard to say what this fight will be. Hell yeah, we nerfed her. So the gift that we got is getting to watch her die. (laughs) I feel like um, I just realized what the plot of D4-2 is going to (laughs) be. Um, you not watch her die. You get to aid in her death. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, no, we have sitting on the The gift sidelines. is like, we we're making sure it ends. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, we, yep. we get, we're getting her stricken in the weakened state. You like, asked for, for proof of it being done. She showed you and is now giving you something else. He is giving you. She's giving us the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yep. Dope as fuck. Because if we took too long, she could have just because rebuilt back up. One? Right. We're getting her freshly stricken. Okay. I love it. We will see you all next week for the fight against Agnes with the help of Baba Yaga's three knights. Oh. Be excellent to each other. May you always roll with advantage. Good night, everybody. And that's the end of my tale for now. But come back to Troll School next week and maybe I'll have another one for you.